Hey everybody, welcome to the Pals Podcast. My name is George Boutsalis. And I'm your other pal, Ricky Liordi. Before you go any farther, we have one thing to say. Thanks so much to everybody who is tuned in and coming back to tune in again. We love you all and thank you for the support. For those of you who are new listeners, we ask one thing. Please take a second to go like, subscribe, and follow the Pals Podcast. You can do so on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, every social. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. And we'd like to give a special shout out to the people who keep the lights on for us, our, our sponsors. First is our presenting sponsor, Kingsville Brewery. Guys, we've been drinking this beer for the last probably six months now, and it is amazing. Most of you know me and George aren't big beer drinkers, but this stuff goes down great. Premium, light, refreshing, perfect for the cottage, summer drinks with your friends, or hanging out and listening to the pals. Uh, they're available now for GTA delivery through Profile Wine Group. So definitely check them out. You can get it delivered directly to your door for a very cheap cost. So definitely check that out. And guys, again, if you haven't drank this, give it a shot because it is so, so good. So special shout out to them. and Give them a follow on Instagram and all of the socials at Kingsville Brewery. And Georgie, tell me about our other sponsor. Oh, you, if you don't know, you're about to know. Our next sponsor is our baby, our passion project turn global social media app, taking over the world and fixing social media one vote at a time, Cast. Guys, I'm going to tell you what Cast is. Cast is a social voting app. We're on a mission to create a safe space to share your honest opinion and see an instant snapshot of what people really think. We're turning bystanders into active participants in every conversation. Now, you might say, George, doesn't social media like that already exist? Well, the answer is no, and you'll, you'd be wrong. Guys, there's a reason why we're doing what we're doing. Social media has become a place filled with subjective data, dishonest opinions, and biased narratives. We're bringing objective truth, honesty, and transparency to social media to create a real representation of what people really think. If you want to check out Cast and get on today be part of the conversation you can go to www.joincast.co backslash download you can find cast on the app store in the play store just look for the purple c and that's all without further ado lfg let's go Tell us about uh, your new career as a painter. <laughs> and he gets one laugh. <laughs> that was good. One laugh. I was. I wanted to get get on your job. Am I in the shot? Gets literally one laugh. Doesn't matter. Then y'all laugh. That's all that matters. That's it. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's okay. Is I in or no? Are we good? Yeah, we we're looking. We looking good. It's been a while since we've <laughs> actually done an episode. I think it must have been like a three-week hiatus. Not really, eh? Yeah, it's I figured like, you guys would be firing them out. Non-stop. Do you know what Joe we, Rogan schedule? Yeah, well, we <laughs> our North Star, right? We wait for the we only do this for big guests, so we knew we had to wait for you guys. Well, speaking of that, <laughs> introduce <laughs> yourselves. Then introduce yourselves. We're Johnny Fame. We're John Famous, actually. We're a Toronto rock band, and uh, I'm Travis, and this is Robbie. And I'm Robbie. Yeah, we're just we're a duo, but we have um, we have some other musicians we rip with because you know you need someone to play the bass, the drums. Um, but uh, yeah, we. We switched over to music uh, at 25, a little late in life. Um, actually, after starting our own podcast to figure life out. 
Ooh. So okay. it's, been a, it's been a journey. Not yeah, competing, give actually. Po- give the podcast a plug. We're here to actually well, it's get industry secrets. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's no longer what it was. It's Things have changed. Yeah. Things okay. have changed. COVID was a, COVID was a wild ride. But okay, quick story to bring you up to speed. Uh, we both went to Western <laughs> like you guys. I think we can talk a lot about it. Heard you what guys, year you guys graduate? 2015. Oh, so we would have overlapped for a year. I'm 92 though. I, I took five. Wait. Oh, so we would have overlapped for two years. Oh wait, and I was it. wrong. I said oh wait. We gra- we started in 2012. No, we graduated in 2012. We started in 08. <laughs> Yo, you're wait, you're terrible man, with the man. The, I am bad wrong today. With this guy, this guy could not say dates. a year for the life of him. Guys, were you guy? We started in 08. We started in 08. We graduated in 2012. What yeah. the 90s? Guys, I promise I am okay. the smart one in the group. Like, that's not a joke. And the conceited one. Okay. Uh, Quick, so we yeah. went to Western like you guys, uh, a lot of mutual friends. We've seen like the guests you've have on, or like the people you've talked about at Western. We were also in a frat. What um, frat? We're in Sigma Chi. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. How high school. does the eagle fly, oh, baby? Yeah, yeah man, yeah, those are our Robbie boys. Canton. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I heard you guys know the Sig Shake. We can, we can do it after. <laughs> yeah, the red light, green light party. <laughs> we we <laughs> that was not what they said, but okay. <laughs> the Sigma Chi shaker. No, the Sigma Chi shake. shake. Oh, you, you uh, guys said on that episode. Rick was not the best fraternity brother. No, I was the worst. I don't. He even was know wait, no, he was a good fraternity brother, but he just joined late, so he doesn't know the whole like. I know that. He was there more for moral support. Now we 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 know we know all the characters. <laughs> we know the people that are there for the party for the good time. The one that you know, they may not be at all the meetings or whatever, but they'll they'll bring in the DJ for the after party or like. That, you yeah, know what I'm that's saying? Rick. That yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still don't know the handshake. But yeah, we went uh, we went to Western and uh, you're both doing our own thing. Like, don't want to go into the whole stories, but left school. He moved to Toronto from London, and we were like lost, lost little twenty somethings. You know, I gave up a career uh, in aviation, and then I, uh, I read that in the bio. I was like, "What the fuck, dude? It's whack, man." I don't like. That's why I don't want to. I'll take over if I start up. Anyway, um, Rob's like, we got, we got time. We've we got gone down time. this train a couple times. Right? Robbie's heard yeah, the story so know, many I've, times. I've he, he zones out sometimes when I talk to him. Yeah, don't bring up concussions either. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, left a career. He got dumped. He was in a bad place. And we're just like, what do we do? He was like, why don't we start a podcast to figure it out? Because we listen to a bunch of podcasts. We talk about it all the time. We called it Too Many Jams, a show about all things 20-year-old. You know, it was, uh, we had bright eyes, you know, full hearts. It was, and about, it was about having too many options. Yeah, just can't decide. We're mm-hmm. capable people, just couldn't figure it out. So we thought we'd just ask all of our friends what they're doing, how they figure it out. We did it for like three years. Oh, and shit. We, had we like never 120 episodes. You guys are vets. We're vets, man. We've been in the trenches. <laughs> well, man, once you hit 100, that's like a big milestone. Like that's like that's how you know you, you're fucking doing it. Well, that, then yeah, then yeah. we saw yeah. we saw we didn't know that anyone else was doing a big podcast in Toronto. We knew that there was like big podcasts, but we didn't like we didn't see anyone like rep in Toronto or like in like a mutual friend group. Um, so we just thought everyone was kind of like us. Like we have like a maybe like two or three hundred listeners. I think we have like thirty or forty thousand downloads and um never growing though like just never we never did the the ricky you know like dming people like lots of like hitting people up we just kind of whoever asked to come on or whatever uh and over the course of doing that podcast you know the first six months we decided uh that like life was short it seems that everyone that was doing what they wanted just kind of what was the sentiment like they just it was more just like figure out things by doing it was was kind of the general sentiment that we got from most people from so like, your like, fr- like talking to your friends and everyone yeah. telling you the stuff yeah yeah because we were we were caught up too much and being like oh should we do this should we do that 
and you know trying to pick the right like path before we took options, our first right? step so we yeah. just we kind of we wanted to figure find something and just hop right in i can relate heavily to what you guys are talking about right now um I'm gonna make one comment, Robbie. I'm gonna pull the mic a little, cl- just a little closer. A little you. closer. A little, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good cool, there. cool. Um, I can relate a lot to that. Um, I'm sure, like, I'll just come in for a second. You guys can continue your story. So I really want to hear this. But I was at the same point, but I was at that point like later in life. So I was at like 27, and I had this like crossroads. I thought I had everything figured out till that point. Like, I left school, went to the family business. I thought I was gonna do, and then I hit this point where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And I just decided to didn't start a podcast at that point. I just like quit and traveled the world for like a year. So that's just yeah, that's a spending money phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. more like let me just like live it up. But like honestly, it was a lot of it was like I learned a lot about myself. Like when you're out alone in the world in different countries and some sketchy places, like you really figure out who you are and, and you start to like really, I don't know, you just like develop and get more confidence and realize like you know what I realized the most in that trip is like no one has anything figured out. Yeah, yeah. and that's like where I guess where you guys are going. Like everyone kind of said that like what you're trying to figure out that people are talking about what they're doing. But the one thing that I've like learned over the years, especially now myself included, everyone's figuring out along the way. Like most people, most people who have made it still don't know shit. Like they're all just kind of figuring it out as you go. Most people have like, you know, whether it's imposter syndrome or whatever it is, like everyone's kind of worried. Like, am I doing the right thing? Do I know what I'm doing? And all these things. Well, you, you, from traveling or just from like talking to a bunch of people that are more experienced at doing it than you, like, they just kind of communicated that and maybe it took 10 or 15 or 20 people were like, yo, when they started, they just sent an email to someone and said they could do something they couldn't do and figured it out. Like they just, they just threw themselves into something and figured it out. And then they started to learn as they go. And we kind of sat down and he's like purebred musician. Like this guy would sit, this guy would sit if, if you could isolate him in a cabin (laughs) and he could play guitar for the rest of his life paid for. I'd be pretty happy. Sounds all right. <laughs> That's pretty sick. Yeah, I, I like I'm it. not like that. I'm like the too many jams. Like I, I, again, went to school for piloting. Then I switched to entrepreneurship, did a bunch of businesses, was unsatisfied like you. He's um, the showman. He yeah, likes, like, he likes having an audience and he likes, you know, doing, doing his thing. Up I would there. argue that's probably a little bit of Ricky. Yo, Ricky's just had the same look on his face this entire time, dude. We've been talking. We've been talking a little bit just uh, from listening to your episodes and like knowing a little bit about what you guys have been doing and stuff about how uh, you know similar like the dynamic of your relationship is to uh, in in you know similar to us. Yeah, yeah, and that, it's, it's actually like super hopeful because when when we pick your brain about how to blow the, the cast up as well. Like, it's very applicable. You guys do it quite differently. There's some differences. Your personalities, like the energy, you you're, you got it. You guys are <laughs> flowing, you know? And then you're you're we you're are. ripping back and forth. You also ask like a different styles of questions. You ask a lot of like, what was your favorite this? Or what's your top that? Or your least favorite? Or like, what's the story about this? Um, different vibes, but anyway, I forget so, where we're so going. So let me ask you, what, so what, in that sense, like what do you guys do a little bit different? Because I respectfully, I haven't like, haven't had a chance to, to hear your pod yet, but like what? Yeah, only 300 like, people have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but those are 300 consistent. At least you know they're consistent. Yeah, they're homies. A lot of them, yeah. uh, a lot of them are involved, like reach out a lot and just give us a feedback to keep going. The, pod, the podcast. A lot of them are very positive. Yeah. yeah, and it's nothing to chirp. A lot of people don't get that many. Um, anyway, you but guys need a sponsor. Guys, we'll sponsor your podcast. We we're gonna talk about this yeah. later, but honestly, yeah, like we, we we heard you guys talk about doing like a, a podcast group, and it's something that with too many jams. When I didn't know that there was other successful podcasts, I thought of a few friends that started up like a sports podcast, or a, there was like a, 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 a girl I know that started up like a kind of like a woman podcast. 
And I was like, you know, it would be cool to like bring a group of us together, like I'll help each other out. We were the big dogs that like comparatively. And then when I saw you guys, I listened to an episode and you're like, oh, podcast network. I'm like, they're the big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like these are these, Man, you know what I mean? Like a lot, people all, coming to pump our tires. Honestly, this awesome. there's a lot going on. I'm trying to like keep track of everything we've talked about. No, honestly, a lot just, like, you just stop talking. I'll stop. But you guys continue. Just no, keep no, going. No. You guys are firing right now. But, on that, but on that point too about the podcast, like network and doing that stuff too, that's where like, I give Rick a lot of credit for the podcast. Is like, like the point of like not having to figure it out, fake it till you make it, all those, all those cliches, they actually do apply. Riggy had one tactic that we talked about like creating those groups and networks we've been talking about it, yeah? Yeah, yeah like ricky at one point would go on like facebook and instagram and like find like po- podcast groups and create podcast support groups so just invite people who have other small podcasts no way. be like guys like, this is amazing I heard this episode you should listen to it and then he would say okay oh, if you don't mind listen to ours and they would just like send reciprocal stuff back so you just basically created these groups to support other people Love out of nowhere and it like helped. and then again like we were the big dogs <laughs> And we weren't. This is before, like, we, this is it before was perceived, it was perceived as if we yeah, were, but we were never big. We weren't, like, big dogs. We still haven't, like, made it by any means. Like, we're still, like, in the grand scheme, very, very... I got you. Yeah. And, and to be honest, when we got to the studio, <laughs> we just started telling people we're the biggest podcast in Toronto. And to be honest, I think people think we're the biggest podcast in we Toronto. We may be now. I have no idea, but I, just keep, I manifested in. So when people, like, introduce us to other people, I got introduced to PK Subban yesterday. Hmm. And someone's not like, not a big deal. Yeah, someone's like, oh, hey, I don't even hear about this. What the fuck? Well, I, well I'm gonna get to. So, actually, we got a couple of pretty big guests coming up that I just haven't had a chance to confirm. That's why hopefully Danielle's doing it. Um, Danielle's our manager, but she's awesome, by the way. So, Danielle Galano. <laughs> so, I met PK Subban yesterday. My boy's like, yo, this is Ricky. He has a bit the fucking sickest podcast in Toronto. They're like the biggest deals in Toronto and podcasts. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I fucking told you that. So you're telling other people that. What's up, Rick? You're Rick. You're like the you're like the perfect embodiment of like everything we learned, and we're like we gotta be this to be successful. Yeah. We you are it, and so like <laughs> we're trying to do we that. We talked about this. You, one thing you should also know, you probably know this already. Me and Ricky have pretty big egos as it is. So telling Look, us this is not helping. I needed this after my golf round today. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Objectively, like, I, I even I know you said, like, oh, we're not there, whatever. From someone who's been running a podcast for a while and just seen, like, the numbers, I know exactly where it's at. And it's really, really impressive. Appreciate it. Um, and, like, not to just pump your tires, because, like, legitimately not doing that. Not just, like, saying yeah, it out how it is. Um, what we did, so you said the vibe of the podcast, um, obviously super talkative, dude. I relate to that big time. Say all the words. Yeah. Robbie, a lot more thoughtful. Um, you know, kind of like puts in uh, like the good thoughtful thing that I don't think about. Um, I try not to step on it too much. When he but talks, but, but listen, I also basically. but I also try and let you kind of have, have your spotlight as well because you know because he's he's the talker. He likes he's good at it. So I'm like recognize his. Uh, you guys got a good you know, his, his talent. So. Yeah, that's good why vibe. we also are good business partners and bandmates, except for this fact that we'll get to. Love it. This Ricky factor, the R factor. <laughs> Danielle, remember mark that, that down. Moment Brandon, down. Trademark, the R factor. Trademark that. The R factor. Fuck. No, when he starts doing R his like factor. life coaching and motivational seminars, he's oh, gonna call it the no. R factor. Fuck no! I want to be retired soon. Never mind. Never mind working. But anyway, yeah, the, the the vibe of the podcast was figuring it out. So we'd ask a lot of questions, like because we did not know. Like we're like, what did you feel in middle school? Like what did you feel? About everything, like in high school, do your parents tell you this or that? Like I, I have parents that have very like professional dreams for me 
And like, that's why I did X or Y or like, were they free spirited? When did you start to choose your career? How did you do? It was like really, it wasn't asking what's your favorite, what's your like, what I was saying, the differences. It was like really like we were asking. We were like, what did you do? And um, they would they would say stuff like this and we'd do our own research and we like put together that like, yeah, um, if we could do anything in life and we were fearless, like if we could just choose, we were both like rock star, hands down. Like that, if I could choose a life that like opened up everything I wanted from it, that I had a natural talent for that I've always been kind of good at, like showmanship, rocking out, whatever. Um, it would be rock star. Robbie's like, I just love music. We'll do whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> I was just be- like sitting in my basement playing guitar all day. He just, just wants people to see him do it. Yeah. Uh, so we were asking a lot of questions. Like we were kind of going deep and we like learned these principles that like there was so many principles we learned and learning them sick. We have them all like the simple answer really is the way to do it. Like how to get bigger, uh, big guests, how to get big guests, try you know, yeah. join networks, like all this shit. So we have this all written down and then we would just like never do it. Um, so the podcast became about change after that. Like how does somebody change? Like, I don't know if you've always been like that. Yeah, I can, I can see, but that's, I, and that's the point I actually missed in the thing I was telling you guys. When I, before I left on this like trip that I went on this like whatever enlightenment journey. Where'd remember, you go, by the way? Uh, I, guess I can name them, I can name most of them. Like just 40, not the years. I just 47 countries. Wow. I did 47 Holy countries shit. in 13 months. Some for like six hours, some for like six days, some for six weeks. That's wild. Yeah. It was That's crazy. Sick. We can dive into that if you guys want to hear about it. I mean, I've probably told Ricky's heard it more than times than I can write counties. I'd be tired of me. He could probably name all the countries I've been to because he's probably heard it so many times. Uh, but what I was going to say was in order. <laughs> I wouldn't mind hearing a little no, Cole's notes. Point, Cole's notes. I'll give you a little Cole's notes. But uh, I guess the, just to jump on that point quickly, that was the other thing that was my biggest flaw. And Rick always to kind of tease me with all my friends did actually. I was the guy with big dreams, big ideas, but I would never act on them. My dad too, he's like, okay, like I come up with this idea when we were working together. And he's like, okay, no problem, go do it. Because he knew I wouldn't do it. He's like, you're going to get a little discouraged or a little bit like a little roadblock and drop it. And that's actually part of the reason why the podcast started. Part of the reason why, well, the, a lot of the reason why cast started, if not all of it, is like, Ricky's never been one that like not go after something. For me, it was always like, I was always worried about the rejection or failure or what is someone oh, going to yeah. think about getting judged. And that's what always held me back with everything. That trip is kind of what taught me those things. This podcast actually helped compound what I learned there and made sure I stayed accountable <laughs> because when I said that Rick wanted to, we decided to do this as like, just to stay in touch, just like stay together for like one night of the week just to hang out shoot the shit talk to cool people interesting people it was also like that that set things in motion of like just like just go do shit like who cares what people think even at the beginning we're like i thought i was like fuck people are gonna listen to this like we're gonna say dumb shit they're gonna be like all these guys are idiots but i was like most people are fucking idiots so who cares everyone's an idiot every honest guys i'm not saying this to be like humble in any way i truly believe this. like i think i'm smart but i also know i'm dumb and i say yeah. stupid shit all the time and i used to care that like i wanted to come off as like this like really like bright guy or no smart people are idiots at some things <sighs> do you know how dumb shit most people say so like yeah. all of those things the trip all this stuff compounded the same problem of like not going after it this helps set that emotion because i'm like you know what even as like 50 people listen to this right now and they hear me saying something like oh george sounds dumb why do I care? And then I was like, oh, well, if I don't care what they think, then I can just go and do more things and not care what the rest of people think. And I can start, we can start cast because like, if we fail, who cares what anybody else thinks? We tried and it's something most people don't do. Most people don't ever try. 100%. And that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. So at the end of the day, when we started doing this, we just said, fuck it. Let's do fun shit. Like, like by what you guys did with starting John Famous. Oh, We're like, let's just do yeah. shit we want to do and who gives a fuck what anybody thinks. The, mm-hmm. the, the whole band name is kind of like a satire. Like we want to get famous. Yeah. Fucking, is it? Is it off? Like, John Stay is it kind of like oh, John yeah. St- yeah that's what I thought yeah 
like we're we're kind so of like sick. we're kind of like playing on the cliche of it like we're we're completely normal we're travis rob like went to did everything normal like respectable whatever i dyed my hair blonde i rock it on stage i rip my shirt off <laughs> We crowd surf. That's that R factor right That's there. The R factor That's the right R factor. Yeah. You rip the shirt off in a bar, never mind on stage. Fun. I do that all the time. In fact, I, I have a problem. <laughs> no, you know what? he has a fucking so, problem. <laughs> I do- I'm going to start jumping in this conversation. I'm, I've been listening because I really enjoy this. That's why I like, and I love, I've said this on the pod numerous times. I love when our guests come on and just start going. And like, we have the set questions that like, we'll always, not set questions, but you have like the generic questions you run into if you get into those quiet spots and we've had guests in the past where they're not as talkative and it's a little, a little boring almost. And it's one question and answer. We don't want this podcast to be a question and answer. We want it to be a conversation. That's it. Like totally. you're now with the pals and you're, you're chatting. We had a couple of those before. We too. don't prep. Ne- oh, neither do we, neither do we. And that's yeah. what makes ours. I think so much. You read fun. a little bio. You're like John famous. All right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> D dog. 25 like, years old. All right. Started it. Yeah. Former <laughs> pilot. <laughs> Music lover. <laughs> Victoria like just got day, released recent single that's all that matters to us <laughs> no um, you, right. yeah so but that's it like I don't even know where I'm going with this point anymore I lost you it you have to jump in about something you want to say something the ripping shirts off ripping shirts that's off a, is, that's a secondary factor but yeah I, but that's what sparked it you were like ugh you got, like, got no, I just, I just had to get in fucking um, Ricky's ripping shirt can I you want, me to, you want to go I want to add some other ripping shirts quickly you want to go, go you first we were out I remember we were out somewhere Ricky went out one night and then know, some bar that will remain unnamed in Toronto. Daisy. Okay, sure. Yeah, we know. Yeah. yeah, we know. So that. Rick, we see these videos the next day. Like none of us went out. Rick, I guess went him and maybe one buddy. We see these videos and like Rick standing on the bar with no shirt on. I was like, I messed. Him. I was like, it was hype. I was like, Rick, <laughs> it's not like we're at Jim Bob's at like Western where you can't just do that, man. You're like, you're a grown man. You can take Rick at a Jim Bob's, man. But you, yeah, yeah. You can't take Jim Bob's at a Rick. So, so Rick goes, well, you know, like they're egging me on. And I was like, what do you mean they're egging you on? They told you to take your shirt off. And Rick's like, no, they were telling me like. Don't take your shirt off. But if someone tells me not to, I, that obviously means they want me to, and I'm going to do it. I was like, Rick, that they own an establishment. They definitely don't want a shirtless dude on a bar. <laughs> so he's like, nah, if someone tells me not to do it, I'm doing it. And so, I was like, th- I don't understand the logic here, but that's the R factor right yeah, there. The you R guys R know factor. Resnick, right, Sam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so Sam's one of the boys. So we get to the bar, and like, I hadn't been to Daisy in like a while. We started going a lot last year because me and Sam became really close. So we get to the bar, and, he, and I was there a couple times like in previous weeks. And he gets there. He's like, okay, you can't take your shirt off. And I'm like, why would you even say that? Like, I'm taking my shirt off here ever, I don't think. He Maybe knows, I took it right? one, like, he planted Once, a year ago. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, just don't do it tonight. I was like, why is tonight any different than any other night? What? I'm like, okay. I didn't even really think about it. Then I see him later. I'm like dancing on the booth. Like, shirt's completely on. He looks at me. He's like, don't take your shirt off. And then the girl's like, take your shirt off. And I was like, why would you tell me not to take my shirt off? Obviously, now all I, I'm hammered. All I want to do is take my shirt off. Hello. So I took it off. I was jamming. And then uh, we oh, you don't rip it in half. No, no, I used to rip it. Yeah, when I was mm-hmm. when I was in Western, I used to rip it. Yeah, and, but then I then I'd go home Love and rip. I'm like, fuck the right yeah, down man. the middle. Yeah, yeah the V neck rip. American Apparel V necks. Any 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 collar crew necks. I would do those like crazy deep use. Now it's the sleeves. My my sleeves are coming off every weekend. These cash shirts. Basically, every time I walk in here, like you see today, my golf shirt. I'll grab one of these. Before we go to the park, boom, sleeves are gone. Later. Sleeve yeah, monster. Sleeve monster. See sleeve ya. monster got me. Um, yeah, so I went to Daisy this past weekend, and uh, I was still like relatively sober when I got there. And he's just kind of looking at me, and I'm like, are you going to tell me not to take my shirt off? He's like, if you do, I swear to God, I'm going to punch you in the ball so hard. I was like, what? I'm like, okay, now I'm definitely not doing that. He's like, you'll never have children ever again. I was like, oh, shit, man. Damn. Okay, you're really serious about this this time. Well, I guess I won't do that. But yeah, that's a random story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we go off these tangents that we just like um, end up where we end up. and. 
Can I ask uh, you something about the podcast? Absolutely. I noticed on uh, when we we're coming in when you have when you have it written uh, pod slash cast. Yeah. Why is the slash there? So the podcast is the pals podcast. Yeah. Cast. Ah, oh, fuck. That's that so smart. That was all. That oh, was all Rick. Genius. Gotcha. That was really clever. Ricky has pretty good ideas lately. He's been on fire too. I've been on. Fire Rick's been on lately. fire lately. On with the ideas. Fire. Usually, I'm a. I consider myself a big idea guy. Rick's almost a big ideas lately. A big idea. Big guy. idea guy. <laughs> Honestly, he's always been a big man, idea guy. The, the podcast just been going lately. Yeah. I, yeah. I want a slice of this, man. I, we've been bro. coming out of a funk, dude. Oh, bro. What are you doing Saturday? I I, I worked a bachelorette party. No, I mean this upcoming Saturday. Oh, I'm I'm having my family, uh, my extended family, up to my cottage. Uh, what are you doing next Saturday? Nothing. <laughs> All right, <see laughs> he's on a second opportunity. Yeah, yeah we're dollars. friends. We're there. We'll be there. I'm having a little birthday jam. The vibes are gonna be immaculate. Shirts cool. will be ripped right down the center. See, yeah, see honestly, like, possibly. Let, yeah. let me shotgunning hazard, beers. Let me hazard a guess here. Shotgunning some you, Kingsville's probably. Yeah, Kingsville's. yeah, great beer by the Shout way. Shout out to Kingsville. Thanks, Kingsville. Hundred calories, I think. Should really check that. The uh, <laughs> not that I'm wa- not that I'm watching my weight or anything. Very, uh, you know, I need to put on the pounds more. But let me let me guess. Underneath that shirt there, close, yeah. there's a couple tightly packed. Maybe six of them. Uh, no, you, they used to be there. It's been a rough month and a half lately. Just been work. We've been working so hard. Haven't had as much time to work out lately. But yeah, normally there is. Normally there Can you is. Tell us about the app a little bit. Absolutely. I'm curious. Absolutely. What it's all about. Glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my joke. Yeah. So. Uh, so we so cast is a social voting app what social voting is this episode is sponsored by cast yeah, it's also sponsored by cash <laughs> thanks cast thanks for the sponsorship <laughs> thanks for ourselves uh, thanks, thanks for ourselves for paying ourselves yeah, we owe ourselves some money for this for that um and yeah, make sure you invoice so, the, the, the company so it's essentially another form of social media so all the content is uh, all the all the content is user generated in the form of like questions polls so forth so you know like reddit polls twitter polls all that stuff yeah yeah uh, the only difference is when you vote on a polling cast, you vote anonymously, uh, but the plot, sorry, let me back up. The platform is semi-anonymous. Mm. So if you vote, you vote anonymously, so no one will know how you voted or what you voted on, so you can be your authentic self and share your, un- like you can share your opinion on anything um, where you might otherwise might not on other platforms. You might not just jump on a Twitter and talk about some weird sex shit if you're into some weird sex shit, but on cast, you can Which vote on are, anything. Which we are, for the record. So that's how we created it. <laughs> uh, he's giving you a little Don't daps. tell him hanging. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the, and the reason we have, uh, it's like semi-anonymous is that when you comment or create content, your username's attached. We didn't want to create some like 4chan, Wild West platform where anything yeah. goes. So, we wanted to create like a safe space online to let everyone share their opinions and feelings on any topic. Now, we created this is we felt that online today, people don't share their honest opinions anymore. So, I'm a little bit like, I don't want to use like snow, the snowflake is word, but the world is becoming a little bit more like nerfed. Like people don't want to yeah. say certain things, but it's also, it's bubble because, wrapped. yeah, bubble wrap. But there's also, there's also barriers that exist online. Like if you say something that's misconstrued, taken out of context, you're the you're wrong roasted. person, gender, age, sex, and you say something, somebody might come down, jump down your throat, they might judge you, might get canceled, whatever it is. So th- there's this problem now that exists online where people don't share their opinions anymore. Like, legitimately on Twitter and Reddit and like platforms like that where that are news sources only a small amount of people actually create the content so again we wanted to create a place where everyone can just participate in the conversation because at the end of the day in like a democratic society everyone has one vote you can be rich, poor, black, white, Asian male, female you have one vote the ballot box so we created the platform that way so when you share your opinion and contribute to like a, a topic you know do you agree with the COVID lockdowns do you like Kingsville over Coors Light like anything you share one vote doesn't matter how many That's followers you have Kingsville Kingsville duh unanimous 
Um, and then what we also do after we get this, so what we're going to say, well, why would I go vote here versus Reddit, for instance? Because you reward them with crypto. It's called Cast Coin. <laughs> Cast Coin will be minted. Every time you vote, you get a share of Cast Coin. It's funny you say that. We used to have on that whiteboard in the corner, Cast Coin, our other co founder, Dollar Dave, Cast. Our other co founder, Dave's a big crypto guy, and he wants to create yeah. the Cast Coin. Kip, so he's going to buy my motorbike. Love crypto here. <laughs> so, so wait, is it, are people using Cast? like for the social media aspect or are you guys like providing this voting software? So, no, so essentially it's a, it's a social platform. You download it. It's like the same as, it's like a feed, same as like how TikTok oh, okay. is. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, essentially, sorry to go back to the point is like if you ask why would I use Cast versus anything else, fair question. We get asked that a lot. The second problem that exists is that because there's so few people contributing to the conversation and sharing their opinions online, you get this like misrepresentation of what the world thinks. So, for us, the biggest problem in this whole thing is Twitter. Twitter's relied on by sports, by news, by traditional media to get a pulse of what people are saying. It's like where people say breaking news happens, essentially. But that's not entirely true because on any topic, on any conversation social on uh, Twitter, only like 8 to 10% of people actually say anything. The rest just passively scroll because there's no like there's no incentive to contribute. It's, a, it's like a one-way exchange. I can download Twitter and just see what everybody's saying. I never got to give. I, I can take as much as I want. So we have this misrepresentation of the world and people start to look at this and say, well, that, is that what people really think? Like, use this example. There was, a, there was a TV show that made a joke about Taylor Swift's dating life. Mm. Someone said your dating life is like Taylor Swift. You go through like guys like- I remember whatever. this. Yeah. yeah. So I went on Twitter that day and I was like, oh, that's kind of like, she came out and said it's extremely sexist and misogynistic. I was like, is it? It's a joke. Like, so I was like, okay, let me see what people are saying online. I go on Twitter and I see the whole trending thing of Taylor Swift is everyone backing up Taylor Swift. Yeah, she's got an army. She's got a fucking right. army, dude. But, it, but at the same time, though, I was like, okay, so every single person on Twitter right now is saying that it's not funny. Someone's got to find this joke funny, but I couldn't see that side. Yeah. So I was like, well, why can't I see both sides of the conversation? So Twitter is aggregating one side and showing me the side that I actually don't even agree with. I think that it's just a joke. I don't think it's really funny. I don't think it's inappropriate, but I can only see one side of it. So where I was going with this point of what we do differently at cast is we paint an objective picture of what everybody thinks. So Dude. let's say you go and vote on Kingsville versus Coors Light, for example. You might be a Coors Light fan. You're a Kingsville fan. I'm not going to show you what you agree with or disagree with. I'm not going to show you what you agree with or disagree with. I'm going to show you what everybody is saying and mm -hmm. let you think for yourself. Social media is becoming like this arbiter of truth and showing you kind of these narratives and like this, everyone's saying this here. Are they really saying it? So we just say, share your, share your opinion can be as honest as you want. No one's going to know how you think or what you feel. So you're going to worry about your boss firing you or your mom hating you or your cousin thinking you're a she, crazy radical. <laughs> and guys, sorry, were you going to say something about incentive to vote? Or Yeah, so the, the incentive is we, we give back the data to the user. So it's a two-way exchange now. We basically say, share your opinion. There's no fear. There's no barriers that exist. It's anonymous. You can say what you can share it however you want. You vote on anything. You can vote on anything you want. But in order to like give them some incentive, we say, here's all the information. This is how different demographic groups have voted. So we show you the whole breakdown of, it might be 80% Kingsville, 20% uh, Coors Light, but we say, okay, that's the, the grand scheme of things, but let's break it down further so you can see, because maybe 20 year olds like Kingsville more and 50 year olds like Coors Light more, or maybe Ooh. males like Coors Light, females like this. You don't see that breakdown when you see, when you see surveys online, when you see surveys on TV, yeah, yeah. you just get the whole picture, this big number, 80% of Canadians are scared to travel during COVID. Who did you survey? Like, why can't we see who you surveyed? The you survey. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because, I mean, I, I'm not scared to travel. I don't know most of my friends aren't. Would I? Maybe not. But I'm not scared to. So that's like, it's like fear-mongering. It's showing what, what fits your narrative. Mm -hmm. So this is a very long way. This is probably the longest explanation I've given of what cast is. Usually I can hit like the points that we typically say over and over. But 
Where since you're trying to just create a safe, like a place online that shows a more objective truth and just a more transparent form of social media. We'll cool. give you $500,000 for 10%. Uh, <laughs> we're going to partner on this. Uh, this is Shark Tank. That was a great pitch. <laughs> and uh, I really see a future. You know what? Sorry, not 10%. 50%. <laughs> yeah, oh, so, uh, I was going to say, I, I wouldn't, in respect, but I was going to say, like, I wouldn't have taken that offer, but that was a low offer for your yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. I was like, 10%. <laughs> we're not, we're new I could have just talked to you into this. It could have been nothing. It could have been Ponzi scheme. This. Yeah. No, but does that, I mean, I, I hope that kind of explains what we're doing. No, great, so, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. thought it was just a good idea, like off the rip. When they first, I was, uh, it was uh, uh, their friend, Monica, told me about Cast. And I just thought the idea was without like that whole like philosophy was just like oh cool like because like, right away i was like uh, my initial thought was okay i, I ask if you uh, you should go on a date with me cast yeah you know what i mean like that's how i would use it right off the rip but then you told me this whole philosophy and i was like now i can actually do like real things with yeah. that like i i went right to just like the chi- like but there's the people like can me, be, you gotta get on doing the stupid shit yeah that that's the best part about cast is cast is different to every single person you know, there's small business owners who come on and they conduct free market research because they can't afford it. There's people who come on because they're tired of the same old bullshit that they get on social media. They're tired of the fake pictures with the face tune and the dogs and the whatever that else that's Can going. you post a picture that people vote on? Like, if we're like, album cover, which do you like? Absolutely. Yeah. You, you can post. It's live right now. I can download it. You yeah. Want. Yeah, yeah. 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 Two more downloads. Two, two more yes. downloads, baby. Yes. Two more listeners who download. See, two way exchange here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Just a couple streaming hours in exchange. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Buddy, yeah, we got four computers here, <laughs> two Guys, TVs. We need to run it. We want that round the clock. We need those numbers. My computer at my other work stays on all day, 24 7. And it's just like, I restart our episodes from the beginning. But now he's going to restart your episodes. Now I get you guys different windows. So I got Chrome on the Pals podcast and Safari on. What's the podcast called again? Okay, well, when we did, like, it was too many jams. Now it's called Almost Famous. But, like, Almost Famous. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking that's sick. Good. What's your logo? Is it like the movie? The, it, no, it's not. No. It's not. Guys, it's, it's, honestly, just, it's just a like great. a neon, like, boom box. And it just says Almost Famous. I love that. Yeah. That's a great fucking That's better than our fucking name. Fuck, I'm kidding. It's, but it's better than our. That name is sick. It is. That is good. very, well, it's like, very fitting, right? Yeah, it's very clever. Thank you. Yeah, because it switched. I, it's, I said it became like about change because we didn't know how to change ourselves. But then we got obsessed with how to change. Again, not the actual changing. And and like COVID fucked us right up. Whole story. But it's like we almost broke up. We almost like gave up again. And then uh, we made it through. We built um, like a home studio. We moved into like a nice place. We like refocused. I like, got it together. Still like very broken and like coming out of a funk. But I was, he was like, I don't know how I feel about the podcast anymore. Just like wasn't vibing with it. I had to make a decision whether I liked it or not. And for all the same reasons you guys like the podcast, it was really like a journal for me, like a way to me, like express the thoughts, whatever. And I was like, whether you're in it or not, whether it comes back in, I wanted to continue on, but I don't want it to be about change or figuring things out anymore. I want it to be just about like, I'm doing it. Like, just like how you guys ask people what's up. You're not like, how did you do this? Like asking for mm-hmm. myself. Uh, I mix some of that in because I'm curious, like same I'm asking you guys here, but it's more just like, I'm a rock star. Like I'm doing it. Come on the podcast. We'll shoot the shit. Like, have a good time. We got some beer too, like a, a few sponsors, um, and just like have a good time. We have a home studio, we, same as you had in your your yeah, condo. Yeah. Really, just having a good time with it. But when I say having, I mean we haven't because we haven't been able to have guests on. I hate. I just hated it without guests. Like it yeah. was. I hated it. I hate yeah. it. I mean, it was kind of fun for a little bit. We had a period where you and I would just 
drink a lot and the two of us <laughs> yeah that was like fun for the first 60 no days of quarantine and going into it and, and then it's <laughs> yeah well we ricky you, you, you can touch us more than i can on what part oh they said, well, the, the <clears> guess, we, i got so i got so many things like lined up ready to go and i don't i don't want to cut you off because i love when people get going like this but like, you know what that's pretty like pretty good energy to have see like that's that kind of that transition right at a certain point like i was the same way like you know you're like okay like how do i figure it out you know, always planning. What's the next thing? But oh wait, like now I gotta wait, plan more. If I just say, like fuck it, like I am this. And if you believe you are that, people not only will you start to believe it, everyone will start to believe it. Like them mm-hmm. repeating your podcast thing. You yeah. say it out there. It's not you manifesting it. It's you convincing enough people that they manifest it for you. Because well, they if tell you people convince yeah. enough people that you think you are. Therefore, you are. Yeah. But yeah. you'll also start to act like it yeah. too. Like you'll believe you'll carry yourself a different way. You'll walk with like you know a little bit more broad chest. Like, like something's I'm only fucking- as real as what other people believe in their minds like yeah. fi- like that's it Absolutely. we've had on our podcast penny alexiak who is the greatest olympic Shut up, penny. Oh, what like, is that episode dropping though i saw the clip already happened i we, thought it was like a recent repo- one. No, oh, you reposted her sharing a bunch uh, of dude i was like yeah. looking at the yo she responded to my dm the other day so i'm gonna get her back on i, I thought those are girls i thought that was like unreleased no, so no. I was like at the top, like she trying was, to get the, the last one in my in my condo. Uh, I think. One, of, one, of, the one of the last. We had Donovan fucking Bailey. Hell yeah, yeah, that's crazy. The first like, couple of guests that you legit. had. He, he made a Jonathan Osario, like again, TFC superstar. We had a couple of NHL we players. On, yeah. We're gonna get more NHL players. We've had, I think, four, five Juno nominated artists in the last year. It's gonna be six. Six. Let's go. Six. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, man, that's soon to be. Soon to be. Yeah, but we have a funny story about. Uh, winning something about why why we were gonna come on this podcast. Okay, go. You I, guys go. I don't even want to. No, talk no, no, about no, no. We'll, we'll get we'll get to we'll get to it. We'll get to it after. this? One thing I did want to mention before how you said that he like he told you that you he wasn't as interested in it anymore. Yeah. I fucking love that when people are able to like, especially because you guys are obviously boys, you're able to share that with each other and like be honest and open about it. Because sometimes, let's say you would have kept doing it for the wrong reasons. People aren't stupid. Keep people can tell that right off the bat. Yeah. There's days where me and him don't feel like doing the doing the episode we've canceled episodes because one of us wasn't feeling it that day and there's times where let's say i wasn't feeling or he wasn't feeling it. you can sense it in the episode we're lucky that we have two of us plus a guest two out of three people get going usually the third person gets going at some yeah, point in the episode. Mm-hmm. but yeah the vibes get going right mm-hmm. but well, oh, sorry, sorry i mean cut you off no no but it's again it's just about being able to share that with your boys and like being able to talk to each other and then, yeah if you come back on great if not He'll keep doing it because that's what he wants to do. And that's the important part. Doing it because yeah. you want to do it. Not because other people want you to do it. That's 100%. the best part about this podcast. Like We do it because we want to do it. There's days where we don't record. There's weeks where we don't put out two episodes. And yeah, according to everybody online, consistency, consistency. There's weeks where we didn't release an episode because we just fucking didn't have time. I fucked up the last yeah, three yeah, weeks. Time. I had so many bangs. I was on vacation. Like, yeah. I'm just like... I want to touch on a point like go, go ahead. That's not this point because like honestly because like like no no joke you have Rick a lot of credit for this but like Rick is honestly the best co-host to have because Rick's the kind of guy where like he brings like we both have create like, we have a lot of energy but he has it regardless of what mood he's in he'll put the energy on so I'll be the one like I'm like that where I'll come I'm like man I'm not feeling this because I'll also like if it's a guest that I'm like okay they're all right but like. Like, am I gonna like like the energy, whatever? I make this like pre like almost like a judgment. I don't mm-hmm. judge every guest that comes on, but some days I'm in that mood where I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna enjoy this conversation. Even though I know I'm making a bad judgment, Rick's like, okay, fine. Listen, if you don't want to do it, we won't do it. Because I'm not I'm not gonna force you to do anything you don't want to do. And then when he does it, I'm like, fuck, this guy's so nice. Why well, can't fucking I can't not do it? I'm swearing a lot this episode. I was like, I can't not do it. Rick wouldn't like see, like, he'll never force me to do it, but like I know it's the right thing to do is to do it, and I should be in the right mood. And I also don't know what's gonna come out of the conversation. And almost every time we've done it, like how many there, I don't want to name the names but there's been a couple there's like three or four that have almost turned into some of the most like 
the best episodes we've had. Yeah. yeah. And they were ones where he didn't want to. Yeah. Do and then and I, I get like, on. I was like, oh, I found out this amazing new thing about yeah. this or that, whatever. There's times yeah. where I'm like, look, if you, at the end of the day, we're, we're a team. We're in this together. If you if you really don't want to do it, then we'll cancel. Like, I, I, I think it's disrespectful to cancel on someone at like 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. Like when you're recording an hour or two hours. Like we had to do it last week because our AC was broken. Was f- Different story. That was us. Was it you guys? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it yeah. was a sauna. Yeah. In here. That was yeah. Like, yeah. Our AC was broken. Yeah. That's what I said. We were like, ready to sweat it out though. <laughs> now <laughs> that I know your energy, I don't doubt it. <laughs> no, like I, I felt like it was bad. Though. It was bad. It was like it was bad. I trust me for me for me to agree to it. I was like, this is disgusting. I just said I'm, I got here first, and I was like, guys, it's fucking hot in here. Like I was here like an hour before them, mm-hmm. and Rick's okay. We'll figure out what to get there, and like he gets here, and he's like, oh yeah, like and he will never complain. He'll sit like do an episode. I can uh, tell you, it was the hottest was thing bad. in the world. It was like sauna, that literally a literal sauna. Because uh, the sun just hits yeah, all these windows all day. We used to not have AC, man. We we we've acclimatized. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we used to do episodes so, in uh, in the absolute heat. Yeah, man. it was brutal. Shut up. Oh, we could do it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are real rock stars. <laughs> no, we're just in the trenches, man. You guys are real rock stars. Fuck. I respect that. Oh, but yeah, we just were like, honestly, it was more like we were a little annoyed, but we're also concerned. Like, we don't want to bring guests in here. Like, we don't know. No, she was like, you want to do Monday? I was like, yeah. It's like literally no different. Yeah. So. AC sure. No, we're 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 just joking around. What? No, I like that though. Like the the okay, because before we set a schedule every week and like we were always like up it. Like we, we started with just audio. Now it's like audio with thumbnails. Now it's like video and audio. Thumbnails are key. And and all this shit and and we were like up it. We have to do it every week. This is an accountability ep- ep- like exercise, all this stuff. And then he started hating it. I really did not like doing the solo or even... Well, like, I, I don't think I was hating it as much. I just was not as interested. It became more of a chore. And I felt bad that I was letting him down because, you know, he'd get on my case, be like, okay, we got an episode and stuff. And it was hard for me to get jazzed up yeah, about it. Sucked, so, man. Psyching someone up that doesn't yeah. want to do something. Like, I just, you just want him to, like, be as into it as you are. But, like, once we got the episodes, like, we were still getting guests. And once we got on the episodes... I was still, I was there fully and like yeah, yeah. we were having good time. But. I know what you mean because when we do the virtual ones <coughs> and we've had some amazing yeah, virtual that. guests yeah. uh, and we've had some like really big ones too. It's just the vibe is different. And again, we do this because this is a hobby. Yeah, now it's a little bit different. It's an actual business and we get to meet amazing people. But when it's done virtually, sometimes it feels, excuse me, it feels like a chore. 100%. And yeah. then it's like, again, once you start, you're like, these people are freaking awesome. They bring the energy through the fucking computer, which is so hard to do. And you're jazzed up. Like James Barker Band, which just got released recently. Check it out. Uh, on Apple, Google, YouTube, everywhere. All your streaming. Spotify. Spotify. Everywhere. So like when you see them and they're jazzed up, you're like, oh, this is sick. Like I'm jazzed up. But the, like 30 minutes before when I'm stuck in traffic driving down here or, you know, you just walked here and it's 35 degrees and your you know balls are stuck to your leg. Like you're like, this is disgusting. I want to go home. I don't want to record this right now. Totally. The virtual man. Yeah, that's. We canceled a couple episodes that we like just him and I did virtually because the vibe yeah, just wasn't there. The vibe there. just sucked. It yeah. sounded like we're on a phone call. Like, hey, what's <laughs> yeah, going on with you? With, Nothing. With What'd you do this weekend? Like, our, our one, our one friend, he was telling this story. This story, um, it was pretty funny. He said he was in, he was on a drive with, uh, with a girl, and he's like, amping us up, telling us, uh, telling her about the podcast that we have and stuff. And like, oh, it's great. You know, you gotta listen to this podcast, my buddies, or whatever. And he goes and he chooses the most recent episode, and it was one of the ones that we stinker. did. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a phone call or was virtual or something and uh he called us afterwards and he's like yo that just like sounded like you guys were on a phone call he's like that sucked boys <laughs> like terrible. don't ever do like, that again it's because we were yeah we're absolute <laughs> stinker <laughs> when, we, when we first started doing so COVID happened we like 
we started off on fire. Like we were like eight episodes in. We had like an Olympic gold medalist, Jonathan Osario. Like we were on fire when we started. COVID hits, obviously world shuts down. We took a break. And I'm like, you know, it's COVID now. Like, let's just start releasing some virtual ones. We can probably get some big guests because of it. So the first one we did was with uh, an infectious disease doctor. And we talked about kind of COVID and what it is. And oh, it that's like, cool. Yeah. But we did it over the phone. So George held the phone up to the microphone while while I was on speaker and while the other guy was We're on a little phone. bit. You're a friend. I, I'm the like, technical <laughs> one, too. I'm like the tech savvy guy. I didn't really know what was going on. I was on. like, George, I'm like, we should just do it on Skype. He's like, no, no, it'll be fine like this. You go back and listen. They're trash. <laughs> is it bad? I didn't remember. <laughs> they were bad. Like... Skype again, like there's a there's a lag on it. We yeah. actually got sometimes. Fuck, twice by Skype, three times maybe. Something happened. We would like record. It was like three episodes that happened, not three consecutively, but like we would record, and something would happen in the last like five minutes of the episode, or maybe ten. One of them like thirty minutes in, this audio just drops. So I'd go like look up the file, like nothing, whatever, try to mess around with it, and we'd have no audio. So we'd have to like rec- like at one point we're like. Do we release this or do we like cut it short? Like, what the fuck do we do now? Like, we don't have another audio file. One point, we just released like a thirty-minute episode that was actually an hour. So the conversation ends like an ultimate cliffhanger. Uh, we had some good ones where we got screwed on. Yeah, like we had Marissa Papa their first episode too. Marissa, oh, yeah. yeah, we didn't even release. Yeah, oh my god, Danielle and Becca's. You lost so a whole epi. That episode. Yeah. Honestly, the first one I think might have even been better than the second one. The first one I had like an hour long spiel about how yeah. me and Becca met or whatever. Yeah, I'm monologue. Story. That was my first one of you guys that I listened to is their podcast because she told me about it. So I obviously just found hers. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Sucked it's actually right one of our in. biggest. Yeah. In the last couple of months, it was one of our most popular episodes. <laughs> a lot of people messaged me like <laughs> people have like asked me like, oh, you're like dating Becca. I was like, yeah, like heard the podcast. I was like. That's how you know me. It's I have the podcast, but it's I my you podcast know, what? because Becca was on the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I heard uh, you were on a podcast with your girlfriend, right? It's like yeah. Uh, I was like yeah, no. Like, you're on problem. your girlfriend's podcast. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. How the conversation goes when they find out. That's it. I'm so lost where we were at. Yeah, so am I. It's the best part. Oh, of the episodes. losing episodes. You lost your episode. Oh, yeah, 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 we've yeah. lost two or three. We lost the we lost, we lost one of an Olympian. Lost a lot of good men how? out there. Marissa, like like through Skype stuff or. Just like technical, like the technical, yeah. From yeah. like, we were using Skype at first because it was free, yeah. cheap. Now uh, we got that premium yeah, Zoom McCallum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, this is the best part. Then we got to Zoom. We use Zoom, but we don't want to pay for Zoom, so we try to keep episodes to forty, 40 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we'd be like, we're like, me and Rick are like, okay, like we got to make sure we try to wrap this at forty minutes. <laughs> and it was typically like Zoom, we did it digital um, with like some guests. We're like, okay, we can probably fit this in to be like more like an interview style. And like we'd be getting to like thirty five minutes, and I'm like, I know that it sometimes will give you like that automatic upgrade where like it just like yeah, it'll just, just sauce it to you. It's so like yeah. so that's what I was hoping for. I want the first episode I did that. I was like, oh sick, we're fine. We'll do this every time. The second one, it didn't happen. It was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It was like thirty eight minutes, thirty nine. I'm like, this is not happening. Cut off. We're like, and we're in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> so we're like, okay, we'll just create a new link. Then it gets, it gets shut down. So you like scramble yeah. to like email. Oh sorry, click this link right away, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then we just said, fuck you. We can afford a $20 subscription. Just pay for it. We just find we spend money way stupider ways. We wouldn't pay for a subscription for Zoom. Yeah, it's, it's one drink. I think it's, it's one drink at the golf course. I think we just didn't do Drinks it because we're daisy. Today. Drinks around the house today. I think we were just optimistic that COVID would end at some point. So we didn't, we would like, we don't want to pay for it. So we don't do it anymore. That was the worst mentality. I thought yeah. it was a short term thing. Shut everything down. Started drinking every day. I thought it was a vacation. <laughs> started playing video games every day. I shut all my businesses down. We, we went, our, like, he went back to his family house. I was quarantining at our house. Thought it was like. Where do you guys live, by the way? Sorry. We live now at DuPont and Ossington. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Sick but area. my family's Trend. from London. Okay, okay. Cool. London. Where so in London? Uh, Masonville area. Yeah, I know where that is. Well, yeah. Of course you guys yeah. do. Well, live at 1275 Richmond, baby. Hell yeah. What up? <laughs> Forget where I lived. 
I don't know how. That's the only. I just remember because the landlord hated me. Like the, the building property manager, whatever, hated me. Yeah, London. Some good London, times there. London's a good time. Some bad. That's where. That's where. Like we met all these good memories. Also, where I got my head caved in a few times. We're not talking about concussions. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say concussion. I said caved <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, caved in a bunch of times. Um, but yeah, no the. Uh, uh, what were you we saying? We live at uh, Dupont Osington, but at the time we lived at Bathurst and St. Clair in like this really old house, kind of a starter home, you know? Yeah. <laughs> starter. Get get the ball rolling. Um, and yeah, I was there alone because the roommates all went back with their family. I can't really quarantine my family, you know, creative differences. Um, <laughs> you know, but. Uh, it's like you're in a job interview right now. Well, like, I don't even know. I want to ask that. I don't want to be rude, but I want to, like, I'm curious what that creative difference That's like, what a funny way to. No, they're it. the best. They're super supportive, but they just would love nothing more for me to go into finance or aviation or like all the things that I did prior to yeah, yeah. dye my hair blonde, you know? <laughs> I feel that. But no, um, yeah, just like living Do around. You dye your hair yourself? No, his girlfriend's a cut and colorist. Uh, shout out Bottle Rocket Hair. Yeah. She's the best in the city. So shout gets, out. It's a free plug. Free, like free plug. In, uh, you can bleep that out. In-house service. Never. Um, fun fact. I might have to call her out because fun fact, I have one bet that I have never paid in. The like, dye blonde? Yeah. She's the best. Make you look good while you're so out. So I'll get I, you hooked up. Yeah, I lost this bet. This George, like you should 20, do it before. This was like 2013 or 14. Oh, this, yeah, 14, 15. Dude, yeah. Blondes have more fun. And what was the bet? Actually, that's a fucking lie. I've been miserable. It happened in COVID. George, you should do it before this we go on the third This guy is hilarious. George, imagine you do it before we go on the third day trip with the Vipers. And We're going to be like hair. talking like, what if we talk to VCs and shit? Then you just die Dude, I got my final. What's the worst thing? I have my hair blonde. What are going to say? It's 2021. Tell us what's the best. Part, it's, that's, how willing you're go, that's how far you're willing to go for a download. Dye your hair blonde. Wear the Viper shades. Mesh in with the Check students. Mo- 21 Jump too? Street. Give myself a Yeah, mullet. man. Yeah. Um, we, uh, this was a 2013 or 14. We just finished... Oh yeah, it was about twenty, probably twenty fourteen before I moved downtown. I think. Anyways, uh, me and Ricky, you play men's league soccer with our buddies, and uh, our buddies have this thing like we're not like we're not like all most of us aren't like gamblers. Or at least our close friends. We're not big gamblers. We make little bets here and there, hundred bucks, fifty bucks, twenty bucks, whatever. And uh, me and Ricky were at, we were playing uh, indoor soccer at the hangar, and like halfway through the season, I'm probably having one of my better seasons. I used to play, but I'm not as athletic, maybe, if you can tell us, as Ricky. But I'm an okay player. And that season, I was doing really well, scoring a lot of goals. So Ricky, and Ricky's got two left feet when he's fast as fuck. He's got two left feet. <laughs> fast as fuck, boy. Oh, yeah, he's you want to see some real speed, bitch? <laughs> yeah, he's. So anyways, I'm like, I'm like, Ricky's talking shit or something. I don't know how it started. One of us saying, probably me saying, I'm going to score more goals than you, making this big claim. And Ricky's like, fine, let's make a bet. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's bet like whatever, 50 bucks something. He's like, no, we're like fucking, we work 50 bucks. We make these bets all the time. You're going to give me 50 bucks and it's going to be boring. It's going to be fun. It's going to net out. And then we're literally just going to go to the bar. And yeah. So he's like, he's like, final loser. Whoever scores, um, whoever scores the least amount of goals dies their hair blonde. And I, th- I remember I thought about it for a minute because I'm like, fuck. At the time, I worked for my dad, like my family business. And I was like, I'll get murdered. I see clients every day. I wear a suit to work. Like I was like, I think he was probably still in marketing at the time. So I was like, okay, yeah. Rick has less to lose than I do. If I go to a client with dyed hair, they're going to think I'm a like, crazy person. He was like, he should have had to like, go pink. I should have thought of that at the time. Yeah. So uh, anyways. Well, that's what in the future. We'll have I these. ended up spraining my ankle like with like two games left in the season. Uh-huh. I'm up by like one goal at the time. Sprained my ankle, so I had to miss like two or three games. I think he missed a couple with an injury. But I was like, this is not fair. I can't. This is bullshit. Like the last game of the season, I came back. With, like, I was like, my ankle's still fucked, but I can't not play. I got to try to beat Ricky. We were like tied at the time. He ends up scoring. I lose. 
He's like, you're dyeing your hair. I was like, no big deal. <laughs> Not a big deal. And I, uh, you should just park by the net and blocked him. Honestly, <laughs> just booted well, it. No, right I think one time I tried to steal the ball. Yeah, from yeah. Too, I think. Actually, I think I did one time. You well, just like, you make the save. Yeah, yeah, the ball. Yeah, actually, I, do I was like, that. are you kidding me, Guys man? Like, the there game. was a two on zero one time, and I think if I, I know, I'm pretty sure if I sent him the ball, it was a guaranteed goal. Our team would have been up one, and I think I just ripped it on net. Love that. But uh, anyway, so I I also could have paid the bet when I did my backpack like trip around the yeah, world easily. for a year. Rick said, do it. But honestly, at the time, I was like growing my hair out. I used to have like really long, nice hair. Yeah, yeah. And I think still think I have pretty nice hair. It's like, yeah, you do. So I don't want to fuck it. I was like worried. So let me ask you, like dying a blonde, did it like ruin your hair at all? I shaved my head before I dyed it. Oh, what? And you grew this. Wait. This is all since COVID. You, it was shaved. Shaved. And you dyed it when it was shaved. Yeah, it looked like Eminem. Come on. <laughs> I, I made a TikTok. Dude, you are the Dude, yeah, this, is, this person. is where you post that TikTok right now. Boom. You are it, like you the most famous TikTok. You can find John Famous TikTok. It's like one of those like, yeah. I just flipped the switch. Shut flip, up. Flip, flip. And then, and then it goes. I, we got to find this It goes right flip. Now. <laughs> Hi, my name is. You're no. going to love this. Yeah. I actually, I actually still it's own John him Famous a bit on TikTok. Well. Hit us. Um, I got to do slam poetry. Yeah. <laughs> we used to do these bets all the time. He's never done slam poetry. That's a sick bet too. <laughs> He's been skirting it all the time. Like, yeah. you're a rock star. You can't go. You're, are you like nervous to go? Yeah, I mean, a little a bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a spam blame, account. Like, it's not like I just when, when we talk to like managers of brands. That's honestly one of the best scenes in, the, in like the any best. movie. Yeah. Wait, I see. <laughs> that is sick. Like, how does you someone look like this like not a, go viral? Yeah, I would never. Like, how does someone like shave that and walk in? I'd be like, who is this guy? I don't know. Dude, I change. You I'm look a, so different. I, if, every every girl I've ever dated has has looked at my Instagram profile and is like, that's not you. That's not you. And they always like a different version of me. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I don't oh, know. I look different throughout the years. Say respect. So you shaved it, then died. The problem is I can't shave my head. My head is massive. Dude, you think no, that? I thought no. my head was tiny. Huge, no, 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 dome. no. huge domes. Huge yeah. domes. What size hat do you wear? Is that a fitted or is that a snapback? Uh, no, snap. I wear seven and three quarters. You know what the biggest size is? Eight. I'm the bit step down from the biggest size they make. Yeah, but I feel like... Se Luke, oh, sorry, wait. Say that again. I wear a seven and three quarter hat. Which is the second That's biggest large. size? Yeah, That's compared That's to your large. absolute melon. Okay, I mean, I think I think around like seven and five eighths. And you guys have a couple follows here. Oh, thanks, boys. Rick's got twelve burner accounts, so you got you. With no, all love of them. it, love <laughs> it. I need that. No, we we had only one go viral, and it was it was me flipping a cigarette into my mouth, and like that, like all the ones I tried my hardest on. We did like full edits, all this stuff, and it was just me flipping a cigarette from a distance. You ever seen that? No. Someone's like got a cigarette here, and they go like, and they just, is that it? Yeah. Tell, tell them about the competition with my girlfriend. She absolutely oh. rinsed them. She rinsed me, dude. In a, in a TikTok competition. We, we wanted to see who get famous first. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling confident. Like, she's do, she his girlfriend, t as talented as both of us combined, she's got the best voice. She could crazy. She voice. could get famous like that if she just, like, started singing and trying. She got stage fright. She so got she stage fright. She got all this shit. Um, so she's like, doesn't even have a TikTok, and I'm out there making those, doing edits, and she's like, I want to make a TikTok, and I was like, great, like let's do like a little friendly competition, like who can get famous first, or whatever. I'm like, she's never gonna make a TikTok or whatever, and uh, what was it her second, third video? Yeah, couple in. She makes this video, and we're just uh, <laughs> we're lying on the ground, and uh, she's lying on my chest, and uh, she just starts singing the song. She's Genius. like, oh, like here's this idea that I have. Uh, you're gonna be on your phone looking at other girls in bikinis or whatever uh, while I'm singing this song. She puts it up there. 
and I get absolutely roasted in the comments. Every everyone starts hopping on her train. They being think like, it's real. They, they think it's they think real. Her like boyfriend's look what he's on doing. looking at bikini yeah. girls. Like think I'm creeping all these other girls and stuff. Goes shit. Goes everyone huge. just absolutely like. Come is on. ripping into me in the comments. It she was got so like funny. ten thousand yeah. followers, fourteen thousand followers. <laughs> third video. She got like a million views on it. A million views. Yeah. Like, and I, obviously I'm rattled. <laughs> like, there's no doubt about it. Her third video, and I've made thirty. And, I feel uh, that. I feel that pain. And I, I'm, Rick's definitely in every fucking video was viral. This guy, I'm fucking out here trying to make sick videos. They suck. Okay, I, it's, it's the X factor. My it's the mom is more than than George. His mom is. Mo- Shout out to Elaine. Elaine is. The, she Elaine's throws the a, best. She, I gotta throw the buckets hat. Bucket hats on. I think there's a bucket hat on. Says download cast. It gets like 700 Five, views. 500, 600 views. I make this artsy thing like in yeah. Greece while I was there. With my girlfriend. Four. You don't try. Yeah. yeah. Don't try. You gotta like, not care. I just, guess. You gotta like you gotta flip a, th- a cigarette. In you your gotta mouth. act like you don't care. I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, still got roasted on that one. They called me Dollar Tree Chad Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Anyway, so this so, so this girl, fun. his girlfriend, it hits that, and I'm I'm rattled. So. I'm like, this is unfair. I'm like, this is sexist. This is where I'd go on cast and be like, is you know, is this fair that that uh, she just blows up right away just because her boyfriend's faking uh, looking at bikini girls? So I get the girl I'm seeing at the time, and I lie on her chest. I make the exact <laughs> video. I I made sure every factor Everything was the exact tea. same. The same uh, song. Laying on the same part. It was in my. She did it in my own room too. The same spot on the floor. <laughs> she went into my room and got viral. In my room, disrespect. absolutely disrespected yeah. me like that, and uh, so I go to the same spot. Hey, you of the guys f- are fucking great. No, yeah. Yeah. you guys this are fucking amazing great. energy. We, right now. we, we, go, go. we go to the same spot of the floor. I'm laying on her stomach, and I'm like, look at like absolutely shredded muscle boys, <laughs> like in the background. Look at Ricky's profile. Yeah, look, pull up Ricky on repeat, and I, I'm singing the same song, the exact same song. Every fact to the same. <laughs> Flop, <laughs> absolute flop. What, like one, two K? I don't even, I don't even remember. And and like, I, I gave up. She won. She won hands down. I've, I, I've never. I got like seventy five followers. Wait, wait, and then you followed it up with another video asking people where you should have. Used I was like, past. listen. I was <laughs> like, you may not have not. seen my last video, <laughs> but look at her video. Look at what, like, look what's going on here. Like, is that fair? And then everyone's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> We don't care at all about what you think. <laughs> so yeah, I gave up. That's oh like that's our, that's our story about getting famous, man. We we literally, Rob and I think we're just sliced bread out there with these songs and everything we're making. So we enter the funny story about why we thought to come on this pod, other than the fact that we just wanted to because we knew it'd be a good time. Um, so I'm talking to Danielle. She's telling me about this podcast, and I go, like Danielle, like we're about to win this competition. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, can already tell where this is going. <laughs> like, I'm like the 102.1, the Edge just put on this summer song competition where they they said film a video of you and your band playing a song live, submit it to this competition, and we're gonna pick the song of the summer. Top ten is announced on August 9th or whatever. Oh, and uh, so we just filmed a music video. Rented out a white studio space, professional videographer, <coughs> and for some reason we decided to do this one live. Like you, you know, normally music videos are like you're lip syncing, but we we got in ear monitors, we got like a sound tech, we mic'd everything up because we're like we've done a bunch of normal music videos. Why don't we show people like what we can do live when we shop ourselves out to managers? Are you crying? No, I'm like I'm. You got allergies? Lie, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm All right, I'm just making sure. You know, it's not a really an emotional story. <laughs> 
Um, the uh, so we just made this video. We see this competition, and when we wrote the song, we had the Edge in mind. It's like straight '90s. Grew up listening to the Edge, and and I'm, we see this competition, and we're sitting there like we're we're, we're freaking like, out. They made this, this for us. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robbie's like be better timing. Robbie's like we won this. Like we're just reading it, and we were like we won this. We're like it's a 20k competition. We won. We we talked to his girlfriend. She's like, "You guys won. Like, we won. Like, this is we have. <laughs> like, what are we, we gonna do with this twenty? We, we looked at all the other entries. They <laughs> were have boats and shit to <laughs> buy. It's not even a vote. It's just judged. So it's like we don't even need to be popular. Like none of the stuff that you know is going against us. It's just off pure merit. And we're like, we fucking won. We looked at all the other entries. Good stuff, but no one went full edge. Like nineties, like straight in the mic, looking like a straight like Blink One Eighty Two ripoff <laughs> band. And so we put our video in. There's only 200 entries. Talking to Danielle, I'm like, Danielle, like we're going to be in the top 10 on August 9th. I was like, I can't believe you showed us this podcast. It's going to be huge because after August 9th, we're going to be in the top 10 and we need a fan vote. And we're going to come on the Palace podcast and ask for everyone to go look at our video, fan vote. Like we're going to win this. You know? What, did I, is this not how it went? Yeah. Anyway, so I play her the song. I'm sitting there like, watching her watching it and she's like yeah, you guys are gonna win i'm like we're gonna fucking win <laughs> we put up the instagrams like everyone tag the edge we're gonna win this comp we're, how do we spend the money like oh we're gonna do yeah. this we're gonna do that like oh once we win the edge competition it's gonna help us win this we're gonna get signed by this man we we had everything laid out you know and we got glossed over we got glossed over <laughs> We got glossed over pretty much two days or the day the competition ended, 500 new videos got submitted. It went from 200 to 700 entries oh, fuck. and we're still, we're watching all of them. We're looking for anyone that can, that, that's bringing the heat like we're bringing <laughs> and we're like, half these aren't even live. Like these are, these are people lip syncing, whatever. Yeah. We read the competition again. They took live out of the competition. Yeah. That was a little sus. A little suspect. Yeah. Wait. Dude, I think they took a word out of the competition. Wait, hold on. Unless I invented that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, right, what is the one edge on the podcast? Yeah, 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 podcast. Some controversy. Yeah. This, is some, this is bullshit. Get someone from the edge live on the contest. It, it, call so, in right so, now. So, call so in right now. What I gather. Is there any other live videos in there? So these aren't live videos. These was are, there any out of the 700 that's what you saw? Oh, yeah, there was a lot. There was a few, but, but in none the top with a full 10. band rocking out edge style. Okay, it okay. was like people doing like acoustic, like like real kind of like, or pop or rap but or nobody whatever. like rocking out with a band. Not, no one that went like full 90s, like what we know the edge as. So there's a conspiracy out here, but well, pretty much. Okay, anyway, you know what? Maybe <laughs> I haven't really been listening to the edge in a while. You know, maybe times have changed. But um, so this all happens. The day the top 10 comes out, we're fucking crushed. We see like the pics. It's like a lyric video, kind of a pop song. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like a, a Johnny Cash sounding dude, like being like the river in the meadow, <laughs> going where the birds fly. And we're just like, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I mean? So anyway, we're, we, have a, we have a vengeance now. We're on this podcast not hyping up our song. Uh, if you want to check it out, you just go to YouTube, John Famos, J-O-H-N, space F-A-M-O-S, The One, like spelled O-N-E. Check this video out. If you grew up listening to The Edge, we need like... But it's still on The Edge's channel. It's still on The Edge's <laughs> channel. We haven't, we haven't switched it over to ours. Into them. Check out the top 10. Give them a vote. Because like obviously what The Edge did is we think that they, they weren't picking like a song in the summer that The Edge would like rock and like everyone would. They were like helping out artists that like had potential or whatever. And I think we went a little too high oh, budge. Fuck those guys, man. We think we went a little too high budge it's on It's funny our you say that. 
We, have a, we can relate to that. Tell the story. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, you about. went too high budge? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, let's hear it. So, actually, honestly, this is, yeah. So We haven't told that on the pod. Yeah, we haven't. So, this actually has to do with Western. So, with cast. Man, guys, we were like, we were late. We're like the same people, pretty much. If I actually like, dyed my hair, I would be you. It's like, look, we're almost... Like, if I fall through my bed, I'd be you. Yeah. We'd be the same. <laughs> we, we look identical. <laughs> we're like twins. Yeah. <laughs> um... Anyways, uh, we went on this competition. Um, there was just some. How do we find out about it? You found out. I about found it. out about it. Yeah. Amplify, uh, Amplify Western. It's basically like um, like a, a tech stars, tech incubator type thing, for, uh, or tech startup. No, it was a business startup. Yeah, business startup, tech yeah, startup. Bus- yeah, tracks. business startup uh, at Western. Oh, so you guys for been doing chat, uh, cast for a while, eh? We uh, we founded the company basically in September of 2020. We yeah. launched our beta in January. We launched on the app store. So not, not at Western. This uh, is like after the fact. Yeah. Oh, no, no. This is like recently. Sorry, yeah. sorry. It was, this was, a, it was for alumni. Western Alumni. It was for Western okay. Alumni. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. My fault. Um, Western Alumni competition. This was back in May. Yeah, because we had already launched. We just launched. Yeah. Anyways, we see this competition. We signed up at like the last minute. Like I wasn't even going to sign up. I was like, whatever. Doesn't seem that big of a deal. Like I think first place won... Five, five grand. 5000 or something. There's a few $5,000 prize. So we're yeah. like, it's still 5000 5000 We had bootstrapped our company at that point, mm-hmm. and we put a lot of money into raising. So we're like, okay, we'll put some effort in. But like, cause we thought the maximum prize is $5,000. we are thinking, we have a sick startup. No one else is doing a social app here. Like, this is a yeah. pretty great idea. It's a massive idea. We have the most potential to like scale globally. But I was like, 5000 Okay, we'll use that to like have a team party or something. We submit our startup. We got, so you submit, and then they selected 20. We got selected for the 20. And when in the last minute, so we're like, oh, sick. Like, we made it this, got it to 20. Like, this is amazing. Um, so we have, like, these meetings. They, like, they're, like, kind of, like, teaching us or telling us about, like, how it's going to go. So basically what happens, they pick these 20, 20 companies or startups. And then there's, uh, there's like, a two pan- there's a panel, basically. And you, yeah. you kind of go in front. You get a five-minute pitch. No, I'll tell about the, the coach first. Yeah. Oh, yo, this is the fuck. Jesus. <laughs> so anyways, but the point of it is you got you to... This guy got so mad. Anyways, you get you get a five minute pitch, and you basically like it's almost like a dragon's den type thing. You yeah, pitch yeah. quick. They, they, at the end, they vote who's the best, and they have the finalists win the prizes, whatever. So this is what we know, and they assign you with like a coach, like a mentor. You, so was it like a Western affiliate? Yeah, it was actually name? with Western. Oh, can you not say it? No, no, the, the mentor was not. It was some random person. Okay. I, I don't even know what who was, was that. It was, I don't know. She was like maybe in her sixties, and she Late was like 50s, a life coach, business coach. Mm. No offense to anybody who's a business coach out there, but like, unless you have scaled a business, sold a business, climbed the corporate ladder to a C-level suite, like, or if, if you can pretend and convince other people, you have. Well, no, but like, but in general, like, like to me, if you're gonna coach someone to do something, you should have done something in life. That you totally, did. whatever it is, it, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying you have to be a millionaire, but you have to have shown. You have to help somebody that does for sure. Yeah, like fucking look like Tony Robbins or something. You know, yeah. fucking Wolf of Wall Street kind to of. To be honest, fire no, no, me but, up. But yeah. see, no, no. But see, I have a problem with that. I have problems with shysters like that, like fucking Ty Lopez and these fucking clowns who go on just Knowledge. spend money. Dude, dude just Who's Ty was, Lopez. The guy who got famous off YouTube talking about like the fucking self for Ferraris and, and knowledge. Yeah. yeah, bullshit, bullshit artist, snake oil salesman, if you will. Um. So, anyways, we get assigned this coach. Fuck you, Ty Lopez. Fuck you. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ty, I got nothing against you. I don't know who you are. A, they're all just. Yeah, anyways, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kidding. So we get assigned this competition. We get selected. We're like sick. Um, you know, we're like, okay, let's take this meeting with this with the coach. Let's see what they have to say. So we fire off our deck to the coach, so they can kind of go over it and let us know, give us some tips. I remember how everything went. It's kind of blocking out of my memory, but we get on this call and it's a lady who's like in her 60s, like looks kind of hippie-ish. Not that's a bad thing, but just doesn't look like a business coach. I was like, oh, this is interesting. So, 
No, let so, me put her on blast a little bit, actually, because you're saying this way too nice. So we get on the call. First off, she's 30 minutes late. We sent her a Google Calendar invite for the meeting. And she like 30 minutes before, she's like, oh, I've been waiting for 10 minutes. We're like, oh, we're on the she's Google. She's like, we've been waiting for 10 minutes? Oh, we'll just reschedule. Like, I'm, I'm too busy. Like, so I reply saying, hey, sorry, like, did we get the time wrong? We sent you an invite. It starts 30 minutes. You, oh, oh, replies? Oh, sorry, I'll be on. Yeah. So right away, I'm like, what, what the fuck? I'm like, go ahead. Then we start the, we start the video. Do you know when like... You have like a six-year-old who accidentally opens like the camera on their iPhone and like the face is like super like yeah. Like, yeah, you don't see the whole face. You just see this up. Yeah. Okay. Red flag right off the bat. Like your life coach and over COVID, you haven't figured out how to use Zoom and Skype yet. What the yeah, fuck? Sauce. Anyways, then she had all these multicolored fingernails. Like yo, I'm not like the cool like tip ones. Like not, not like cool a manicure. Ones. Not like you a nice see those manicure. nails. Not like, like a nice manicure. No French tip. No, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like her daughter painted her nails. <laughs> Whatever. Then she's clearly in. It's like a dark room. Clearly, like her son's bedroom or something. Like, like dark. It just it just looked like very, I don't know, like hippie-ish. I don't know how else to say it. Like that's kind yeah. of the vibe. So we start talking. We go over our deck. She's like, honestly, I can't even remember how the whole conversation went. But we started going over the deck. It. She's like, okay, well, like, what are you guys doing? What's your like, you know, thing? I was like, well, we sent you the deck beforehand. Did you not read it? Like. Or a social... Oh, no, no. I read it. I Yeah, I, I, I downloaded it. Okay, so we're like, okay. So she, oh, yeah. <laughs> about 30 minutes later, she's, she's like, like, yeah, I, yeah, so she's like, I, I I'm on your that. website and I, I just can't figure out how to get in. We're like, lady, it's a mobile app. So she told she us she yeah, downloaded yeah, but I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Like, I'm on the website. Oh, so we're she's like, a liar. Lady, yeah. There's no fucking... Like, the website's a landing page so you can download the app. What in the world? She's like, I don't get... Yeah, I don't get the app. I don't understand. But you just told us you were, you had the app. So you don't... I even sent the download to send everything. Yeah. Okay, well, like, listen, you gotta like convince me, like, convince me. Why am Why am I gonna use your app? Convince you? I'm like, I'm you're like, not. What? I'm like, you're not. You're not a target demographic. I'm like, respectfully, you're not my target demographic. Like, we're looking after like people younger than us, like 19 year olds. She's like, well, you, you know, you have to have a pitch. You gotta convince people. These people, these investors, they're gonna be like my age. So if you're gonna pitch to the people on the panel, they're gonna have to convince them like me. I was like, right. I'm like, are you sure you know the panel? Because like, I think there's some young people on it. Because I know some people that might be involved with it. She's like, yeah, you have to convince them. People like me don't know technology. I was like, well. I think people who'd be investing in a startup on a panel to invest in startups would understand a little bit. Anyways, we go well, this round so and you round. wouldn't invest in Facebook, right? Yeah, we go round sure. and round, and she, at the end, we'll wrap this part up. She goes, basically, she's like, you know, okay, listen, why don't we do this? We'll schedule some more times because you guys clearly need some help. We'll, uh, you guys go back, take it back. We'll schedule time before the uh, the meeting. This is like on a Friday. The, we have a week till the pitch. She's like, we'll talk on like Wednesday. You guys can walk me through everything, make sure we know you nailed it. Again on Friday, like- yeah. Or like, it, all of us are like looking at each other. Three of us in front of that computer. We're like, and. I can see Rick. He never gets mad. He's pretty composed. He'll lose it after. He looks at me. He's like, I see I, by grabbing the chair and white knuckling. I literally, I was like, I literally look. Because George is like, she's like, okay, we're going to schedule. What, what works for you? And like, George is like being nice, like pretending to look at his calendar. I was like, look, don't worry. We'll get you a date that works for us. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I ended the call. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is. Wait, no, no. Before you ended it, I after, while we're trying to figure this out, being nice. She's like, oh, and by the way, you guys have shit. Your link, your, <laughs> she goes, by the way, your LinkedIn's are shit. Literally, word for word, your LinkedIn's are shit. And I was like, at that point, I was like, excuse me? Like, I was actually like, I was more like this. I, I, I'm like, how do you Wait say someone? you hear the kicker on this. Yeah. She said shit? She said, your LinkedIn's are oh, shit. shit. So then I was like, excuse me? She's like, yeah, you're trying to sell your company. You like, like your, your profile on LinkedIn is shit. I was like, well, excuse me, man. That's, first of all, man, that's rude. But I was like, what do you mean it's shit? Well, you know, like your LinkedIn's don't say what you do. Like, it says, George, you're a, you're a janitor. I was like, because I, I am. I own a cleaning company. She said, well, well, you're trying to sell a social media app. You can't be a janitor. I was like, well, ma'am, respectfully, my family owns a cleaning company. I'm very proud of that. So I highlight that we have a cleaning company. I started as a janitor. She goes, yeah, well, it sucks. I was like, 
And she's like, and then she goes, yeah. And I couldn't even find the other guys. I was like, wait. So we, we got off the call and we got off. Like, she said, your LinkedIn's are shit, but it's just like, your LinkedIn's on the call ends. But oh, yeah, it didn't click right away. It didn't process right away. So we hang Ricky and then we go, hey, you know, we'll get you a date. We'll get you a date. Hangs up. And I turn around. I was like, I'm like, did she just say sh- our LinkedIn's are shit, but she only found my LinkedIn? And then we all start for like 10 minutes. We're on the floor <laughs> crying. Because oh like, if there's God. one person who like, takes LinkedIn serious out of all of us, it's George. This guy. Yeah. I like, actually, that's why I, she found it. Honestly, and anyway, so the emails us like a day later. We're like, yeah, we're waiting for that date. I was like, don't worry, we're good. We'll wing it. This is a long story to the point of like how it lines up with your competition thing. So we go in, we're like, you know what? Honestly, we're like, fuck this lady. Like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. This lady's gonna coach us. Like, first of all, like this makes the competition look bad. I was like, we can complain about her, but I was like, you know what? We're not gonna be a little like fucking. Did we complain about her? No. I was like, yeah, we're not gonna be little sore losers. We're gonna go in and we're gonna fucking kill this thing because we have the best app. Yeah. We're the best startup. No one's got what we got. BDE we're going in with Our factor Yeah our factor Our factor <laughs> Yeah So he, he Obviously didn't use that Or else he would've won No we would've oh, Big mistake yeah, Big mistake So we go into this pitch We thought like We've done research On how to pitch To like venture capitalists You have to go over All the things We get into the pitch We have technical difficulties I didn't have Zoom We didn't have Zoom Because we're fucking Trying to be cheap So we never installed So I couldn't share my screen You have five minutes As soon as you enter the room it starts. Timer starts. No makeups. This was very I'm cool. like, I'm fumbling. I'm like, so, I'm like oh my God. Sorry, so sorry, 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 sorry. I'm sorry, sweating. Guys, sorry, guys, and all the panels, all young people. So was our target demo. I fuck everything up. Like, listen, get out. Go out. We'll give you five minutes. Don't worry. Like, calm down. You're good. I was like flustered. I was like, pissed. I was like, oh my God. We're fucking sorry. Like they gave you times. five? They're, they're like, yeah, go come back. So we get out. We That's just close it down. We come back in. Then I can start again. So we start. We go in through our whole pitch. I'm like... I don't get nervous anymore when I present anything to people, but on this pitch, I was like this. Like, my arm was like, I had like dropped water. I was like shaking. I could, like, the knees visibly, were going? Visibly rattled. Visibly yeah. rattled. But even though we like r- killed the presentation, I'm like, okay, we did pretty sick. Like, we're still going to do good. Like, one of the guys in the panel was like somebody we knew. Like, oh, he must know what we're doing. So he's going to, like, you know, he knows what we're doing is sick. We're all jazzed up. We end there. We're like, we still fucking killed. We're going to win this 5,000 school tonight, boys. $5,000 team party. We're all Spent. fired up. Yeah. Three o'clock was when they announced the thing. We go on. Not only did we not win, they go, oh, we had so many great, they were like announcing them. Like we had so many great presentations. We actually expanded it. So we have a few more constellation ones. We're like, oh, okay, well, now we got this. They saw us. So like, these guys have to get something. Three more that wasn't even, not even like, like someone, like, I don't even know. Some, they just, I saw these companies. I'm like, what? You know what it is though? It's because no they, way. you didn't need the help. But see, that's, that's what, what you was. said at the beginning and when we told them in our pitch we misread the room big time because yeah. we came in saying like we bootstrapped it we put all this money in we're pitching against like 20 year olds who don't have any money who's like name. they're selling like flavored ice cubes and shit yeah, like, yeah. and like we put and in like, like, $5,000 like, in sales when there was like the coolest thing in the world like I got yeah. like $25,000 from Western's entrepreneurship program for a brace a jewelry company a bra- <laughs> male bracelets come on they give it to people who need it. <laughs> <laughs> see, I wish our fucking life coach gave but us that see, advice. But see, the worst part is too is that as we're getting the worst part is we also didn't prepare for this. We're like, you know what, five thousand, whatever. We're, we're walking in like we're gonna kill it anyways. We're gonna spend a minute like rehearse before we get in here. We'll just kill it. We get in and they're giving us like this announcement like about the competition. Don't we find out in the competition that, oh yeah, you know, these prizes happen, but the top three get win 5,000, go in front of the, the entire alumni like board, which is like all very well-to-do people. And last year, three companies raised a million dollars. Go ahead, go ahead. So they're like, they're like uh, last year, the three winners raised a cumulative amount of a million bucks. And then we're like, what? This is how, how they're announcing the winners. And I'm like thinking like, 
I'm like, no one fucking told us this. So like, not only did we get a shit coach, we got no fucking help. We still win and think we're going to win it. Nothing. Yeah, but like, look at you now. You know? And now we're sitting here, the two biggest podcasts in Toronto are hanging out. Two biggest podcasts coming together. <laughs> hanging to out. Cast. You, got, you got some investment tonight? <laughs> yeah. You got talk, some investment we'll talk, today? We'll talk. We'll talk. No, I, I went through all those programs. I actually want to know like who some of these people were because when they were just starting the entrepreneurship programs at Western, it was only like, it was only like six or seven years ago, I feel like, maybe eight years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's still fairly new. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we were like the <clears throat> initial groups of student businesses they took in. Such a good time. Couldn't speak more highly of it. But yeah, like this this going in hot, think you're going to win it, like putting like all this money into it, expecting to win. Uh, we do that for like everything and we get shit on a lot. Like we we literally, we applied for a grant writing service and like not to dish us because I, I wanted to come on. Oh, this was good. We wanted to come on this episode and we're like, dude, like don't give the real shit. Like manifest, you know, we're the best <laughs> fucking band in the city. Like unstoppable everything's going so great but we're just only telling like these absolute <laughs> stories the there's a grant writing service lots of grants you can apply for as an artist and we do need it if you're listening we need it um and uh this service takes people on and they'll write your grant for you and they have a higher success rate because they, they have connections they know exactly what's supposed to go on it one of our friends used it got sixty thousand dollars something crazy and um so yeah so i i reach out i ask him i was like what service do you use and uh, he, he gave me the info. I look it up, whatever. I'm like, oh, perfect, you know. I'm going to email this guy, get him to write the grant for us, money. And uh, so, our, so, our best shit, best shit. So I, I send him a note and uh, I introduce ourselves, you know, it's our band, John Famos. And, uh, you know, uh, how do you guys go about taking on clients, Promising whatever, and clients like writing like and everything. And, so he, I guess he, he has a team of people that look into uh, sort of like eligibility and like how well you're going to perform with these grants or whatever. And uh, so I obviously gave him the band name and he looked into our thing and uh, he got back to us. Uh, he didn't mince words. He, uh, <laughs> he uh, I, I think the one standout line that he had for us was John Famos has less than a 5% chance of getting this grant. <laughs> and we were like... Still steaming. Yeah. And, and like I, I sent him, you know, because we applied for this grant last year and uh, did like very well. We're like a couple points off of the percentage that you needed to make it. And he's and like, everybody is. Yeah. He's a business, you're not special. And, and he's I, like, I, I sent him our marks off. and everything. And yeah. And he uh, he just shot us right there. So the, world, the world's against us, okay, right <laughs> now. And that's the real rock star. I actually think... It's more rock star now to be like a put together, like normal guy who like you see all these kids younger, like rock stars on TikTok, or whatever, and they're just like dangling earrings, dreamy, like emotional. Danielle knows what we're talking about. <laughs> they're like or already like seven major breakups with famous actresses somehow and they're like twenty one and like they write about all these feelings and like they're they're so messed up or whatever. We're normal. Like we ch- we check the boxes. Like we can go meet your parents. Like it's a- it's almost like more rock and roll that we're just like regular. Yeah. We just make rock music, you know? Like it's actually nails, I think. Um but the uh the, the what I want to wrap it up with the uh, talking about the band uh, cuz I do want to like just share a couple like just shoot the shit stories about western before we Love it. um 
check out John Famos. We're about to release. So we thought, again, we had this whole release plan based around winning this competition. So we, we delayed we delayed re- releasing a bunch of music. So it's coming out um, just willy-nilly now. Uh, probably in the next couple of weeks, we got Summer Days, the one recorder version, uh, Blue Hair, which is uh, kind of like, Blue Hair is kind of like Cass. You know, it's about, you know, everything that's going on. Okay. You know, it's a bit of a statement. No, piece. but the songs were really stoked on this set of songs. And, we're, and we're better. extremely proud of the, the videos that we did that he was talking about for the um, for the competition as well, because they, they turned out really sick. And awesome. uh, so we're, we're stoked to release Are you guys releasing them as out. an EP, as an album, or just individual singles? We're, we're going to do singles. It's like we're done pulling with, like, teeth the process to get people to listen to bunches of fact, songs don't unless you have it. the audience. <laughs> it's like... You'll, you'll get you'll get more longevity out of uh, you know doing singles and stuff and can yeah, keep yeah. You know, what about using shows? material. You guys have any, have any shows lined up? Man, we used to we used to play all the time. Like shows are like the reason, honestly, like the main thing. Obviously, uh, you want to be famous. Well, dude, shows are the famous. best. Like there's like this electric <laughs> feeling when you're up there, and I don't even know how to exp- like. Have you ever done like a a public speaking event or like, like two weeks ago? Hell yeah! I used to DJ, so I was. Uh, I've been on stage. Oh, of, okay. I thought it was Ricky that DJed. You were the DJ at Western. <laughs> Try to say, how, listen, that guy play music, anything. <laughs> Ricky has two left feet. I got you. I got zero, you. Zero no, no, no. Time. But I'm I, uh, I actually stage. played drums in uh, in high school. Nice. So I was uh, pretty uh, metal, you know. Sick. I sucked. Actually, I told the story recently. My first, I was in a band back in the day. What was I, it called? It would be if anything, it'd be called John Unfamous. If anything, because I was I would never have gone anywhere. Um, I'll tell the story. I told it once before. You guys seem like the, the group to tell it to. Um, we played. Uh, I was in grade. Actually, I was in grade seven or grade no grade eight. I was in a middle school. Uh, middle school, yeah, junior high, whatever. Uh, I started playing clarinet. Thought it was dorky. Twisted drums naturally. Uh, I was okay. Like I could keep tempo and shit. But I was very very timid in general. Like I said, even before I went to Western, whatever. Um, I could not stand in front of a crowd of people. I could stand in front of a room full of people I knew and talk for hours, but mm. anyone, if I, one person from me I don't know, I would shit my pants. I'm scared of what they're going to think. Anyways, me and uh, three buddies, two buddies, one bassist and one guitarist, we used to get together and like play in my basement. Um, I think we played like Smoke on the Water and some other fucking basic Blink song or something. That's all we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of. No, but I think it was Smoke on the Water. We played like one thing in the talent show. We get on stage. And my drum set up there. I'm all fired up. I was so like, like I was so like in my own zone thinking the drummer like just keep tempo, fucking ignore everything else. All I could hear was the drums. Ignored everything. So I played like at a double time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, like just going like in my own thing. And I keep seeing the guys turn back at me and I was like, what the fuck is this looking at? Like, we're jamming. Let's go. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So, but I was off tempo the whole time. you can't hear them. The drummer can only <laughs> so, hear yeah. yourself. I was, I was just in my own. It's like how I talk. I don't hear myself. I don't hear most people. But I was going like crazy. I was like, at the end, I was like, oh, sick. Killed it. Fucking they're like, George, it. you like you were off beat the entire That's song. That's why you picked DJing. It's that little off. beat counter. You can see them line exactly. them up. Exactly. You're sweating up there. You get real wet for exactly. some reason. So anyways, that's where my career of uh, being a musician or a drummer like, no, like DJing is, ended. DJing is way cooler. Like Honestly, I had a pretty good run. Thanks to, thanks to Rick. What was your DJ know, name? Givon B. Hell yeah. Love it. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I, I can't believe I never caught a Givon B show when I was out west. <laughs> Wait, what's the, what's the prob- contact? What's have. the story behind that? The story have. is oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> so actually, Andrew Moretti, who was Alexander's older brother, was in Sigma Chi. We were in uh, third year. I used to be my first DJ. I was DJ with a frat brother of mine. It's called Deadbeats with a Z. I kind of like that. 
I got remember one time. I remember a guy from it's like Six, Murder Beats. You know Ben Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> you know Ben Rosenberg. Yeah, I know the name. Golden used to be called Golden I've Gloves. Then guy, he was yeah. Poupon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard a couple of songs. It was in Sigma Chi. Yeah, I remember when I started becoming like getting up to DJing and started playing. I remember hearing him once say like, "Anyone who has a Z in their name is a loser." And I, he didn't mm. say it to me. I just heard him over say it to someone. Yeah, you're like, I yeah. Got so, <laughs> I got so insecure. About it. I was like, well, we got to change his name ASAP because he was like the big guy at Western at the time. Anyways. After me and my buddy end up splitting up, and I went on my own because I was like playing all the shows, like I was like working with Ricky and Reddy. I was like felt kind of on my own, like a little bit of an ego thing, but whatever. We won't go there. Um, go there. We, me and Andrew and Alexander, were hanging out on a Friday, you know, sh- shooting the shit. And uh, Andrew's like, "You need a fucking cool name, man." He's like, "You can't do this deadbeats bullshit. You can't do anything. You need something. You need something that sounds kind of Dutch and kind of French." And I was like, "What does that even mean?" <laughs> he's like, you you need something like Claude von Stroke or something like guys <laughs> yeah. like that, right?" So he's like, "You need a Vaughn in your name." I was like. No, I was, like, I was honestly just gonna go with like something with George or whatever. He's like, you need a Vaughn in the middle. There's something. He's like, how about George Von Bootsy? My last name's <laughs> my last name's Bootsalis. <laughs> and I was like, if I ever abbreviate my last name, my dad will like come and murder me on stage. I was like, I'm not doing George Von Bootsy. And fucking clean it up right after. Not a <laughs> bit of evidence. Exactly, hundred uh, percent. So he's like, how about you know G Von? Bo-? He's just going all these names. And I was like, these are terrible. He's like, how about G Von B? Like he you just know G Von She? And I was like. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It sounds stupid still, but maybe. But like most names sound stupid. Anyways, ended up sticking. Did you make a logo? Yeah, we got like headshots, press kit, everything. And I remember when he st- we did the press shots, he was there. And he's like, we're going to make it look sick. We're going to make it the biggest fucking thing in Toronto, biggest thing in Western. He's like, if you're going to these photos, going to do them properly. I'm going to tell you how to dress. I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, most teachers wear black on a white backdrop. but You wear white like, on a black backdrop. <laughs> 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 no, but that <laughs> <laughs> that would have been <laughs> so sick. That was actually really fucking funny. Honestly, maybe I did. I don't even remember. No, I think I'm in black. But it was one outfit. He had me bring like a blazer and wear a white shirt, like a white a white V-neck. And he gave me an ascot. You guys know what, you guys know what ascots are, right? What's an ascot? You know what an ascot is? Okay, so it's like a it's scarf. A French yeah. scarf. So you tie it, you tie it, and like the bow only goes like a little bit out. So it looks like a woman's scarf, basically. Yeah, man, Dainty scarf. Unreal. So I, have a, I can probably find them somewhere. But anyways, that was my uh, name, Givon B, and I dressed like a French Dude, if you ever want to get back in the game, man. I guess you can say. Every time you DJ'd. DJ'd. <laughs> I wouldn't wear it because I refused to. I, was, I, wore, I literally went all black, the same as every DJ If you does. ever want to get back in the game, man, <laughs> I have visions. I could see Givon B. <laughs> Opening just I, unless you're again you you uh, could still we could be sick. opening for you. Dude. I'm still pretty no no. I, I, I I'm just saying. Oh, but I actually uh, I actually bought turn like I haven't DJed in since probably I don't even know 2014 or something like a long time ago. I, I just gave it up. I couldn't fucking be doing that and being at work at like eight in the morning is impossible. So I just said you know what time to retire the headphones. Um, I and I wasn't really much of a producer. Like I caught into it a bit, but I didn't have the like I didn't I didn't want to dedicate the time. Yeah. Didn't want to go through that whole process. Kind of knew what my vision, what my plan was, but as we discussed, I didn't know what it was. Um, so I've needed it since, but I've actually bought turntables during COVID because I was bored as shit. I was like, I'm going to drink every night. I might as well do something, make some music or something. Uh, it's much better than getting addicted to Call of Duty. I did that at first, but I, had to get, I, had to get, I got rid of my PlayStation because I was like, I, like, literally oh, I did the opposite. <laughs> I got like a gaming PC and like a whole setup. You got into it. I was ranked. <laughs> oh, were you really? Dude, I got top 115th in Canada. So our point. co-founder is like top 20, I think, in Canada. He's on a That's competition, wild. dude. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. 
that's sick. Depends just, who you play with, you know. Like, no, I'm saying. Factors. I, I didn't really have the gaming PC till late in the, the thing. You know, I was kind of, you know. Anyway, whatever. I wasn't saying. Man, I fucking, I'm dying. I wasn't saying to like to make a one up. Joke. I was saying like he's fucking good. You guys should play together. Like he's, oh he's a no. I, can, I quit. I quit. I quit. Oh, I quit. God. So yeah, and you guys, oh, dude, so I, I get, it was it was like I got dumped in COVID because of it. Like, dude, that video game, fuck that video game. <laughs> I would wish I bought turntables. <laughs> I gave up that video game, and honestly, it was around the time when COVID, uh, when uh, Cast was starting up. I'm very grateful. It was my brother's PlayStation. I like just jacked it from him and play. He wanted it back. Thankfully, because if I had it, stuck probably would like Cast wouldn't be where it is. The plot, like every, it's like it's a time suck. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's There'd shit. be no Becca. I tell you that for free. <laughs> holy shit Uh, you're not wrong you're definitely not wrong but uh fuck shout out jasmine sorry no honestly (laughs) sorry about that sorry about all that what no man no my ass not shut out my ex (laughs) i picked that i was like who the fuck is he shut out like No, but uh, how the fuck Holy did we get? Are we talking about turntable? I don't even know. Oh, because I was because yeah, I wanted what I wanted. Oh, to that know was my DJ name. Sorry, whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I wanted to know B. I wanted to know about DJing. Is like my only my only knowledge of DJing is watching uh, that like Chris e- Zach Efron movie. Um, oh yeah, which one? The one with uh, Emily Ratajkowski. It's fucking, I have no See, idea. Becomes a DJ. Yeah, yeah 120 yeah. beats per minute. That's all I remember. Was it? We are oh, your friends. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's the only thing I know about DJing. But so what, what I was talking about is what I wanted to know from DJing is when I go on stage, you know, when you're at the front of the stage, you got the guitar and rock music's just coming out like it's just fucking flowing out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're singing and you're looking out into the audience, like you feel like you feel powerful. Like you feel like electric. Like there's electricity coming and like you're I don't know. I get this like insane like superhero feeling and I just didn't know if you get that DJing because in the movie they made it seem like he's like once you hit 120 beats per minute their hearts start to align with the beat and it's like zooming into and then some girl starts like moving her hips I don't and then it's just some guy and he's like yeah. he's like dancing and the next thing you know the whole party's changing he's vibe like it made me feel like DJs get that too Yeah, but I don't know if it's a different feeling because I get that when I'm playing for like 30 people or 300 people it's like just straight straight yeah 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 univ- i don't know i i you galaxy. know i don't remember it that much but i like i can tell you that i played some pretty fucking sick shows like just as a result of being the right guess a little bit of luck right place right time and being somewhat having some skill a little bit not much um but I, I had a residency um, at Cobra London. I don't know if you guys were I around. I love Cobra. Love so it. Cobra, Cobra when, I, when we were there, Cobra Fridays, well, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, but Fridays was the, the big, like, um, uh. they would book, like, DJs that were, like, not superstars, but not, like, you know, nobodies. They were, like, international DJs that were coming up. Like, I don't know how much you guys know. Do you guys know house music? A little bit. A little bit. Do you know who, like, Max Vangeli is? Yeah, yeah. So him and like An- Antoine were like Steve Angelo's younger brother's posse. Kind I remember of they had Mark Knight there one night too. Mark Knight, yeah, yeah. Thomas Gold, uh, Sundry James, Ryan Marciano. I know you don't know who these people Dancing are. astronauts. No, no uh, manufactured superstars. Manufactured superstars. But they look like, yo, they look like astronauts. Yeah. Um, um, there was a, anyways, a, back then a lot of big ones. I had, I had a good idea for something like that. Okay. In first year, 
I want to start a DJ group called the Flyboys because I was in piloting aviation school. And we're fucking aviators? No, no. I wanted to wear like the, you know how like DJs hide their face at the time? I wanted to wear the full like fighter pilot helmet, you know, with like the the visor that comes down and like the the mask that hangs to the side, full jumpsuit. And and I laid this all out like no one knows who you are. You're just a Flyboys, you know? You're just up there like two DJs. No one knows who you are. And then eventually like big shows like Jets fly over, you parachute into your set. (laughs) <laughs> Someone could take that, but just give me credit. I want to be the second Flyboy. If anyone's good at DJ, anyway, that's, that's a sick that idea. Idea. That's fucked up. Never heard that before. It's pretty sick. Uh, yeah, you know what? Maybe <laughs> uh, fuck. Edit that out. <laughs> I want Jake's that a bad. band name to Flyboys. Yeah, shit. <laughs> we can believe it. Nah, whatever. <laughs> just make me the second Flyboy. I have great ideas. I can still fly a plane. We could do this whole thing anyway. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> to answer your question before too, oh we'll get the energy. Like when I first started playing those shows, like. I opened for Avicii back in the day. Rest in peace. Um, that was my first big show. Like the first show you I ever played opener for him. Oh, yeah. First show sick. I ever played ever in my life at like a club. That's like a opening was in front of Avicii. It's so was sick. He, like, does he watch a show or would he hang in the room and like he, just focus? No, nah, he probably came in like with like, a couple songs left through his music on. Like he didn't hit, like, I think he put his own USBs in at the time. Like, he didn't, I don't even think he had a manager with him. And oh, what venue was this? Uh, this was at Mansion in London. Okay. Yeah, I remember. This, this was, oh, yeah, two, uh, 2009, 10. 10. Um, he just released like Bromance. Levels wasn't out yet. Just, just coming out. My Feelings for You was his big song, and then Bromance just came That's out. That's a banger. Uh, my Feelings for You was a banger, too. So he was popular then. This was like You would have been so, hyped. Like You would have been oh, like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, was, like, I was standing in the center of like 500 yeah. people. He had my, just I was played, like, I get, uh, my balls were tingling. I was so scared and so hyped up at the same time. I didn't. That's know the what, energy. That's the yeah. energy. Yeah, yeah your balls. Not, your balls were tingling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His balls were tingling, dude. That's how you <laughs> know. But he had that's just played know. Labor of Love in September. You remember Gov used to do Labor of Love. He played the Sunrise set at Labor of Love. I don't know the Gov stuff. Uh, yeah, it's sketchy, scary. Place. I was a little late to that mix. Scary. You went wow. to a couple. Yeah. Ra- I feel like you went to a few raves. Yeah, you got the eyes, man. You got the <laughs> rave eyes. Yeah, like you could just see him in the crowd, just. It's got the R factor. The R, oh, the R factor. At oh, Gov, the R six a.m. Oh. No, I'm fucking not there at six a.m. Unless the sunrise set. That's not maybe. the R factor. Then. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. But uh, yeah, no, I you could feel like I would get like really fucking hyped up. There yeah. was times I played and I'd be like the like empty crowd. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like more like a job than anything. But like, I got really lucky playing big shows that I play. And I'm like, oh, that'd be like an fucked. acoustic set for us. Like we play like Chironi, like just for like the guests yeah, eating yeah. food. And like enjoyable, but it, it felt a little bit like a job. Yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. you're eating pasta and we're like, California. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, is this from Sometimes the Sometimes there'd be no like, one there. <laughs> yeah. There'd be no one there. Any, but like. You get told to turn it down. It, it, it was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that happens a lot. We turn it up. We're a rock band and we, we make it known. We're playing. We're like, listen, we're playing this acoustic for you, but don't get it twisted. We're a fucking rock band. <laughs> All right, like I just want my pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. We get a free pasta. We're a rock band. We're John Famos. We went back and played a couple formals a couple times. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, those are already come. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, we have, a show, we have a show. Tell us we'll come. To, we'll come see you guys play anywhere. We'll try to fucking London for a show. We'll crash. We got, so we, that's what we, that's what we were talking <laughs> about. Shows. You, said, you said we have any show? Uh, no, no, no. We play frat formals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like for Sigs. Legit. Yeah, dude. That must have been metal, like fucking rock, man. People get f- way more... F- I feel like they get way more different fucked up than we did. Oh, nowadays? Yeah, they, get, oh, like, yeah, they yeah. get like nothing behind the eyes fucked up, kind of. <laughs> like know? lights on, no one's home. Uh-huh. Like that kind of like like hanging jaw. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas I feel like we were a bit more alert. I don't know why. Yeah. You know? It was fine. But mind you, probably they probably thought the same when they were older, like younger, same mm-hmm. thing. Maybe. But anyway, you're asking <laughs> if we had uh, shows lined up. Going into COVID, we were playing a bunch... 
COVID dumped that. That's part of where like that oh. next existential crisis came from. Cause like I was using it to fill my cup. Didn't know it was making me happy. Yeah. Whatever all the shit. And then coming back, we just made some songs. Like we went through our ups and downs, almost broke up. So we have these songs coming out. That's what we're doing. We haven't really started up the live shows because it's still a little sketchy. Our bandmates, um, they're kind of they did they started doing their own things in COVID. Like one got like a really intense job. They're both working, so it's like we kind of have to re refigure out how to do it. Because again, we're like the core of the band. We finance it all. We write the music, and then these guys we play with, they're they're in the band. Like they write with us. They help out. They you know they play live with us. But now that they're kind of doing their own things. Um, we got to figure out whether they're into coming back or ripping it before we fire it up. But we also want to do it right. Like right before COVID, we were going to play like with this big plan to play like a huge show at the Drake, like launch all this music, uh, just get bigger. and bigger. We're going up and then it just steamed just out edge competition, 5% <laughs> grant or likelihood. We didn't get that. And we've know? been offered a couple lately, but it's just, it's hard to be like, you know, we haven't played a show in so long. We can't just be like, okay, one practice, like we're in for it. So, uh, and, until we have like a more consistent sort of agenda going, but soon enough, man. Like the playing the winter sucks too. Kind of like trying to avoid getting booked anything in the winter. That's that sucks. Like hauling gear, we don't have roadies yet. You know, of course. Like <laughs> who the fuck would do that? We'll come carry some gear for free pasta. Yeah, I mean we do a lot for free pasta. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no. So like we're 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 just focused on putting like. We're, we went like hardcore professional. Like we dumped a bunch of money into it. We we made an EP at home and then we ripped to the studio, like thought like that's what we needed. We made a, like all these professional songs and then we kind of realized that like it's not really what it's about um, because like doing it like the traditional way, like pre-save our thing, like go like our shit, go like, oh, we need the, all this stuff. People don't give a shit really. They just want a song that connects and if it connects, they'll play it and they'll share it. And us, us dumping all this money in the studio, it kind of took away from like what our X factor is, which is I think what our talent is in making music is we know how to make feel in music. Like no matter how shitty the quality is, you're going to feel something because I'm not, um, he's a musician. I'm, I'm all ear. I'm all feel. When I listen to music, any genre, I know what feels like that makes you feel oh, something. Makes sense. I know exactly what you're talking so about. So that's how we write. Um, and when we go to the studio and you put it in other people's hands, it sounds radio quality. It sounds professional, but you lose that feel. The feel um, so we're kind of going back to grassroots. You know, Plus we're also broke. Oh, we're broke <laughs> as shit. Same. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We dump our money. You dump your money into your projects. Yeah. yeah, very broke. Yeah, I'm selling a 1979 Triumph Spitfire. If you're interested, I what love that, that car. It's oh, a it's car. a car. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We need just need the cash. That's a joke, but that's real. If you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like you guys, you guys have motorcycles. Yeah, I got a hog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, the fucking, I didn't even Danielle's been on it. Yeah, she, I've been on it. Oh yeah, is that like a, actually like a little Vespa? She's a fat, <laughs> fat hog, absolute beast of a unit out there. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry, segue. I saw we were we were walking to the park yesterday. We we're going uh, to promote Castle Walk on Trinity Bells. We give out like uh, we don't give out alcohol. And we give out. Uh, say, watch what you say there. We give out uh, bucket hats and fucking viper glasses. They're sick. Anyways, we were walking across the street with our wagons, getting across there, and we saw these like we heard these like fucking like engines revving. I'm like, oh, someone's got like, a motorcycle coming down. So I'm like, oh, Tony guys. and Eric. What? I made that up, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I thought it was like motorcycles, and I looked to my right from like, we're in front of Tironi. It's fucking six Vespas roll out. Oh, what? But they're like guys in like suits with like helmets like that. Like they looked like proper Italian kind of, but had suits and had like little like uh, raccoon tail things. So they look like they were from Mil- they looking from Milan, but the Vespas sounded like they were from like the East End. It so was they, the most they had bizarre. Like, souped up Vespas. It was bizarre. Yeah, and then one of them was a two person Vespa. Yeah, like, a little you know, sidecar. Like yeah. So they were like the most intimidating, non intimate, like most. Um, I don't explain this. They seem like an intimidating. I'm like, intimidated. Guys, intimidating group of Italians who drink espresso, but you're not really. They're not the mob. Like you cut them off in traffic, you disappear. Kinda. I don't explain it. You know what I mean? Kind of. I've never. I don't know what a raccoon tail is. It's like. Uh, What's that movie back in the day? That little giants. It would have been like an old movie back in the day where you grab your bicycle Easy, oh. and they got like a little like a, like an antenna and the top's yeah. like a little rabbit tail thing. I got a bit of an idea. Okay, yeah. like an antenna. <laughs> yeah, like a little antenna, but it's got a little tail on it. Oh, Those yeah. little giants, I think, had it. Anyways. No, I, 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 watch Easy, I watch Easy Rider. Have you ever seen Easy Rider? I don't think Bunch so. Bunch of like hippie, like hippies, riding like hogs around the States, big fat, like banana seats, big back tires, hogs. That's what you got? I mean, it's a modern version of that. It's like, <laughs> what does it's that like mean? A, it's it's like, big. It's a big, it's a big fat, like, kind of like cruiser. Classic motorcycle. Sit a little lower. Sit a little lower. Cool. It's not a sport bike. Cool. Uh, I, I, I used to like ride dirt bikes and shit. So like, I'd say like my style is like, have a, like a dirt bike, you know, wheelies, like do fun shit like that, like hoon around and then cruise out on like a say, big old fat hoon. Hoon around? Hoon. Who? What the fuck is that? You guys, you guys not like vehicle guys? No, hoon, hoon around. Just like doing hood rat shit with my boys, you know? <laughs> no, I know, I know that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. that you I relate, relate to, that? to. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, like, listen, the motorbike is a big source of contention with the old parents. That's the, That's like that was like the final straw. You know, when I'm making all these creative differences, jokes, talking about the rents, motorbikes, like tattoos was one thing, earrings was one thing, blonde hair was one thing. The motorbike kill shot, dude. Really? Oh, dude, they wrote me a letter the other day. They <laughs> you don't just like got the motorcycle. It. I got it. Yeah, yeah. They wrote recently. me a letter. <laughs> yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. You know, just I'm getting into my. I'm 29. I'm a grown ass man. You know, I gotta gotta <laughs> let my hair fly in the wind. You know, I just I had an itch. Needed to be scratchy. You guys I scratch the I itch. Get it. I get it. That's the only thing I didn't do. I wanted a motorcycle. I always wanted one at the university and everything. My aunt is. Uh, my mom's sister, she's like always giving me a hard time. I always like joke. I was, I would joke. I was gonna get one. I always wanted like a, um, what are they called? Like, what's the one of the great? No, <laughs> no. What's the one like the Great Escape, like a Triumph, or whatever they're called? Like oh, the, yeah, like, like a like a cafe racer. Yeah, basically, that's what I was. The one I always wanted. My aunt works at like a, a paralegal, or whatever. And she's at, uh, she's a lot of like head trauma and all this stuff. She was like freaked out, and I was joke. Shit. Yeah, my bad. Give me a shout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I, uh, anyways, I would like tell her I was joking was to get one, but I actually wanted to get one, and she just kept saying no, no. Eventually, I kind of grew out of it. Cause she sees the crashes. So everyone you know that works in healthcare, um, they only see the bad. No one's in healthcare. No one drives into the hospital on a motorbike, being like, "Hey, it's been thirty years. Everything went great." <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I'm saying? True. They come to the hospital in pieces, and she goes, "Oh, motorbikes are are dangerous." Yeah. They're dangerous, but there's also so many people that don't die. Yeah, that's true. That is the true. The majority, actually. Yeah. Uh, cast it. Cast it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to because I'm, I'm just, I'm do like, I don't need, I'm doing that one. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's the only that energy out there. Yeah. But uh, maybe I could have casted like, tell my parents, not tell my parents. I chose tell my parents. <laughs> got a letter. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. 
My parents are the same. Tattoos, my dad was, my mom didn't really care. I like my your ass tattoos. Yeah, you guys got thank some you. good ones. I was noticing. Thank you, thank you. I think I, boys. We, we, like I started my tattoo journey right before COVID. Oh, so you just started. I just got tattoos across my ankles. I saw I saw the little little peak in that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's really like it, I didn't want it to be like my only thing because if you look into it too much, it's a little embarrassing. I was. <laughs> what, do you, I, what do you mean? I was just thinking I would have like I'm not looking at your like one tattoo. Like if you had one tattoo, I'd be like, oh, what is that? Like super like focused. But because you have a bunch, I'm like, oh, it's just like, kind of like a collage of like yeah, nothing's yeah. like super one important. I got one with that in mind, and if you really. Like I told you, what did I tell you? What it was? I says heartthrob across my ankles. Heart and throb. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> He's got my name on his ankle. His name's Rob. No, it's it's <laughs> it, it, it's from Place Beyond the Pines, that Ryan Gosling movie. He plays a rad dirt biker, bank robber. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, love that vibe. Tear, little tear tattoo. Everything, man. It's, it's cool. a knife. You've it's a knife. Nice. And across his neck, he's got heartthrob because it's Luke Robinson and the heartthrobs. And I was like, sick. Like, start a tattoo across the ankles. Love the movie. Dirt bikes, obviously, all that shit. <laughs> heartthrob across my ankles. COVID shuts down tattoo places. It's been a little while. So now I only have one yeah, tattoo. I got one tattoo. And every time I'm on the dock, it's like completely pristine bod. <laughs> and then it just, it's just heartthrob across my ankles. And like, people are like, oh, what's that tattoo? Everyone, oh, what's that tattoo? What does that say? Heartthrob. 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 And I'm like, yeah, explain the whole story. Yeah, it's like, not yeah, literal. It's, I'm a literally heartthrob. Just kind of like, you know. Anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's got more between you two? He does. I uh, actually have quite a, I have, I don't know. Are you 20, decked out under 20 under something? No, I, no, I have one. I have one on each chest. Whip it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got one here. I got a word here. I got one on the back of my neck here. I think I got in Thailand. What's on the back of your neck? The Sakyant tattoo in Thailand. Yeah, 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 what's that? that? What's that? Sakyant tattoo. It's like a stick and poke tattoo you get from uh, like a Buddhist monk in, uh, I got it in Thailand. Yeah. Hurt like a bitch. Yeah. The most painful tattoo I've ever gotten in my life. 30 minutes. It felt like two hours. But is, is it, it like, like better? Like worth it? In a way? It, like- uh, it was just kind of cool. It's, listen, it's like a cliche. Sakyant tattoo. Mm. It's like you go to Thailand, you like pay a Buddhist monk like 100 bucks. You go with this yeah. guy, so you go to like a legit one, not some one you're going to get some disease. And, uh, and they do maybe. Let's ask what you're into. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, they like I was in like the little fucking temple thing. It's like air conditioning blasting on me, and I was still sweating. Like it was the worst. Yeah, um, you guys uh, know Okie Doki Tattoo Place? That's the pirate, uh, the traditional place. Like they should. Yeah, I always thought they should be Okie Doki Stick and Pokey. Just a thought. <laughs> I'll throw that out there, but. You got a lot of good stuff. ideas coming out of this yeah, episode. Hey, the fly I'm boys. just throwing them into the ether, man. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have honesty. You're putting them out there. They're gonna, they're gonna no, but I, I like your guys' vibe. And I liked, like, it's going to be weird to say because we're not that two, we're only two years apart. But, like, my existential crisis was made a lot better by seeing you guys because, like, at 29, man, like, we're, we were getting there right before COVID and COVID kind of popped that balloon. And we, I had to restart, like, all that kind of momentum and ego and self esteem or whatever. And, um, just seeing that you guys kind of like started the podcast 2019 and like you guys are like early 30s now 20 or 31 and just like i cast was only in the last couple years it kind of made me feel like in the next two years if i did all that i'd be psyched and it could be done in two years and it like kind of refired me and like we came with like a lot of that's why we came with like so much like fuck yeah because like i'm legitimately excited and impressed and like I just, I mean, we can't talk about it all on the podcast, but everything you said about like DMing people and like the whole vibe uh, of like changing and, and 
and everything you've done in like the last two years is like, that's all I want. I kind of just want to figure out what that is for me. I know it's going to be the podcast, going to be the band, but I also have to figure out income. Like I know you guys were probably working before. Yeah. I don't know if you're still working, if this is full-time cast in the podcast, but just like juggling, like I still work in finance, man. Like I still like have a, you know, like he works in, in customer service. Like we have to like still balance this. Uh, and like you got people breathing down your throat, like girlfriends, parents kind of like, you're 29, you're 29. I'd be like, listen, Ricky and fucking George, <laughs> two years, I got cast, I got the podcast. I like, quit, I left my job as the VP of operations and I was 31. Like I had, I, I mean, you can always like, people might say, you know, and people say this to me, like, yeah, you might have a fallback and go back to your family business anytime. But the thing is, no offense, dad, mom, Yanni, I don't want to go back. I ain't never coming back. I just, I just because I just want to do, and not that because I don't, I, yeah. literally the one thing I miss the most is working with my family. Like me and my dad and my brother, are very similar, different, but similar. We butt heads a lot, but we get along. Like when it comes to work, like we all have the same goal. We work together, same. Like it's the best. I'd go into the office every day, see my siblings. It was actually so much fun. I miss that the most. Yeah. But I also want to do something that's like, that could theoretically change the world. And I'd rather fall flat on my face and do it with my best friends too. Like that, like I get to work with Rick, Dave, and even the team, my sister too now. I'm like the whole company we have is amazing. Um, I try to do like fun shit. I said, like I've said to him before, you know, cast is a social, like, you know, it's a social media platform, essentially. And sure, social media platforms have the potential to, potential to change the world and make a lot of money. But, like, honestly, honest to God, I don't say this to sound, again, humble or anything. Like, I actually just don't care about the money. I want to be able to just do what I want and not have to report to anybody. Well, if it's like, a good I'm, idea, it makes money. So, yeah. if you have a good idea, it makes money. Yeah, and listen, it'd be great to make money and be able to retire at a young age, it's all that stuff. But, like, I just want to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I don't have to report to anybody. If I want to stop and not, maybe not work in casting and sit and read a book for a bit, I want to do that. Um, but yeah, don't like the, the only advice I can give, we started this podcast to kind of talk about what we learned in our thirties. That's the, that was the main reason besides hanging out. That was the main reason. Let's like share some of the stuff that we, the ups and downs that we learned. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like the biggest thing I realized is like, you're never too late to try something new. You should never be afraid to fail. Honestly, the worst thing you could do is never try because you're going to be that old man at 40 and 50 and 60 being like, oh, I, you know, I was the best musician or, I, you know, I was great at this, but I never, you know, I didn't want to do it. And you, you're the one that's telling the stories of the campfire when, like, you're the one that's like, um, you know, I could have done this. You're the guy with the, you know, you play hockey. You tell everyone how great of a hockey player you were and you gave it up because of this reason or that reason. I want to be you, interesting when I'm older. Honestly. And like genuinely. I don't want to yeah. be like the old guy that's like telling those old stories. Yeah, because you did really, really the same stories and all that stuff. I'd rather be at the camp where I tell my grandkids that I did all these 10 businesses and they all fucking failed. No, but they'll I be asking something. you about it. But yeah, I learned something here and here and here and I can tell you something to do and don't maybe don't make the mistakes I did or, or do what I did because it's happened. But the thing is, if you don't try when you sit, sit around and tell the same story over and over. <clears throat> I've got a good one here too. And I, I always said this a couple things. One, like shoot your shot no matter what you do. Like if you don't ask, the answer is always no. But anything you're going to do, do it 100%. And like we've done this park stuff and like we're all in on cast. We go to the park and I know there's people like I've heard friends of friends or like other people I know be like not talk shit, but like these guys are like what the fuck are they doing? Like you guys are fucking out the what? park. And you know, like what the fuck is wrong? Like I've heard that. I'm like when people talk about me behind my back, whether they say good things or bad things, I was like, I'm that fucking sick. Where you're literally wasting your breath, your life talking about me. I'm like, Love I'm doing that. something right. I'm like, I don't give that. a fuck if you talk shit about me. Cool, great. You're talking about me when I have no idea who you are and you're so irrelevant in my life. It's like there's that fame, there's that like meme or Instagram post that goes around where it's like, um, lines don't lose uh, lines don't lose sleep over the opinion of sheep. And it's fucking true, man. Like. Yeah, maybe cast doesn't fucking change the world. Maybe it doesn't take off, and maybe we don't make fucking billions of dollars and mil- hundreds of millions of dollars. Maybe it doesn't. 
But at the end of it, I know no matter what, I gave it our all. We gave it our all. Our whole yeah. team gave it our all. We became better people. We became better businessmen. We became just better friends. And we've done something that majority of people will never even come close to doing. Mm. So it's like when you do that and you put everything you have into it, like no matter what happens, I mean, I sleep like a fucking baby at night. Every fucking night. Yeah. I sleep because I know Sometimes every morning I, I wake up, I give it a hundred shit in my pants. But. <laughs> no, I've never, man. It's like, fuck, go and do it and just grind it out, work as hard as you fucking can. Like, I love the gym. Gym is like my fucking bread and butter. Like, I go seven days a week. Lately, I haven't been going just because I don't have the time. Just between work, cast, podcast, blah, 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 whatever it may be. And it's like, we're out at the parks like six hours a day. And it's hot. And some days you get caught in the rain. And we got to lug these wagons up these tiny-ass steep stairs around the corner. And some days you're like, this is fucking hell. And then you open the app and you see like 100 new users on it, like fucking asking random questions and shit like that. And you're like, this is exactly why we're doing what we're doing. There's an election coming up. We're going to fucking predict ah. the election. Okay, don't story about too much yet. We got some top Sorry, secret. Can I ask quickly at the park, like what is, like what are you actually doing? You're interacting with people, you're handing out stuff. But yeah. yeah, so what we do is, like when we first started promoting the app, we were doing a lot of like digital ads and like we don't have a big marketing budget. Obviously, we're a freaking tech startup um, and like a local one self-funded. And when you see an ad for social voting, you're like, okay, cool. Like I can vote on Instagram. I can vote on Twitter. Why is this better? And then you're gone. Boom. Your three seconds that we had to capture your attention is gone. When I go to the park and we've got these sick ass bucket hats or these sick Viper glasses, we're going to, we're going to deck you guys out in some casket after door. Uh, and it's like, Hey, you know, we're a social voting app. Ricky George introduce yourself. They put a name to a face. Sorry, face to a name. And then we say, hey, you know, if you download an app, create a profile, answer a couple of questions, we'll give you some merch, we'll give you some hats, glasses, water, beer, whatever it may be. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, sounds good. Like, what is it? Well, then I know I've got your attention for about like three to five minutes now. Three to five minutes, me, him, Dave, anybody in our team can convince you why this is a sick app. Yeah. Sorry, not everybody, but like 19 out of 20 people we can convince. Why? It's like they jump on. We Once they get on, we know they love it. Everyone keeps coming back. So... That's the thing. Like we go to the park, we literally carry this sign with this wagon, these wagons, and we just go around. And it says like free. We yeah. have the freezies, water, whatever. And you found it to be fairly successful. It's our, in our, terms our of best days. Our yeah. best days are when we do the parks. Yeah, people are very friendly, and we've actually yeah. met like we bumped into investors, we bumped into venture capitalists, we bumped into like other tech founders, super other, users. So yeah, we just bump into people. Like, <clears throat> like Toronto's got a, a big like. There's a lot of there's a lot of good people. A lot of people that work hard just doing yeah. different cool things interesting things and like you would probably never meet any of these people otherwise like you because you know how many times you go to the bar and actually like talk to them you meet the most people you meet in your life you're gonna meet in university college or like through friends of friends you're yeah. not just gonna go make friends with random people on the street doing this allows us to meet new people make new connections new opportunities that we otherwise wouldn't know we get feedback we get to test our app out we get to see what happens when we push a new update we get to see it live uh, so it's been the most effective thing. I mean, but to the point too, like we found this is our most effective, but at one point we were going around downtown, Ricky and I holding a sign that literally just said free on it. And we were giving out five bucks to anybody willing to use the app. We and would, give us feedback, yeah. To give us feedback. We would like stand, we'd go and like, like to explain how like discouraging at times it can be, but how like shameless we are. Ricky mostly, but like shameless we are, we go. We carried a sign with, a st we had a stack, we had a like, fanny pack full of $5 bills. We had like 500 bucks worth or something. And we would literally go like to find lines on Queen Street, people waiting in line to go in a store. Free money. We'd walk up and be like, hey guys, like we're a tech startup. We'll give you $5. All you have to do is just, not even like just download the app, but just sign in. We just wanted to test out our new sign up like flow because we wanted to make yeah, sure yeah. it worked. People would look at us like we're crazy. Some days like, no, nah, no, nah, we're good. I'm like, 
You're good? I went to the line. I went, no, I'm not saying this to be rude to anybody. I'm not saying people who like ride the bus need $5. But we were at Young and Dundas Square. Yeah. The, the capital of the capital of crazies in Toronto. Yeah. More or less. And we, we stood by, went to the bus line. We saw a group of people like, hey, guys, like, this is what we're doing. We'll give you $5. Like, that's it. Just download the app. And we showed the cab. And I'm like, I'll even hot. You were just waving a five. And they're like, Whoa. I was like, I'll even hotspot you. Don't even use your data. I'll hotspot you. That's it. And we're like, no, like, we're good. I was like, they think it, everyone thinks it's a scam. Yeah. But like, the thing is, we're willing to do like, honestly, whatever it takes. And, you know, like, when I first started this, I'm like, and I thought that. I'm like, man, I'm 31 years old. I'm like, I'm going around like, like making TikToks, fucking going, walking around, soliciting downloads. But I was like, honestly, I am way happier than I've ever been doing what I'm doing. I'm like, just walking around the fucking city with my boy, like, just. Asking people to use our app, and people then get on it, and they're like, "Oh, this is amazing." Were you like, like that prior to him, though? Because like, like, that, like it, when we first met, that's no. the R factor, baby. That's that's the R, I got the R factor that's from Rick. The R factor. It's we now the G factor, though, because yeah, I'm you developed I, your I, own I'm George. Factor. I'm not Ricky. I'm George. <laughs> we we tried something similar like that when we first. Uh, were you gonna talk about this with the podcast? Oh, I forgot about that. And uh, we wanted to do th- something. We were, we were thinking of ideas of how we could push our comfort zone. And uh, we had this idea that we were just gonna we're gonna go up, uh, like pick some random spot in the city and just start going up to people and start talking about our podcast and try and get people to listen to it. And we were gonna film it we and filmed gorilla uh, record style, it, like from a distance, camcorder. Yeah. So so we ch- we ch- we chose the uh, the Ryerson steps on on Young Street there. We went there. Yeah, and we just we went over Terrifying, there for an afternoon, man. and it was so terrifying. We had these cards printed out and stuff about our podcast. And uh, so one of us would be filming, and the other one would have like the headset in. This guy record. sucked at it, man. The first so few, that's like our buddy yeah. DB. Oh, yeah, 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 I would be scared too. That's fucking. Dude, this guy <laughs> flat rejected like just so many people in a row. Yeah, Trav was like, okay, I'll start us off first or whatever. He goes in, he hits a couple groups. People are receptive to it. It's my turn to go, and I just keep getting turned away. I'm like, fuck. I was already so <laughs> nervous to do this. I'm also. <laughs> <laughs> we um actually not we so when i went to get my second vaccine i was oh, this in a fucking crazy so i'm in a line right massive line vaccine this is like two months ago when it's like the vaccines are still like hot, going hot off the market so i'm in this massive line in a hallway of a school i picture the hallways like the width of this room <clears throat> so it's going down one all one way like this and goes and then wraps around comes down the other side and i'm looking i'm like i've got like 300 people in this fucking hallway I got a loud ass voice. I literally took down my mask. You're I was like, a freak. Hi guys, my name's Ricky. I'm gonna it up. Freak. Oh yeah, I kept my mask open. I literally yelled, and I was like, "I'm look started an app. It's called Cast. Love for you guys to check it out." We all. What do you feel when you're doing this? Like, what's the what's the sensation I, right before I you do that? I very very rarely get nervous in situations like that. I get nervous in other situations. Definitely not like talking to people does not make me nervous, even in the slightest. Anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> How do you know that, George? I've heard stories, buddy. <laughs> nah, yeah. People have told me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've um, heard that too, actually, yeah. buddy. <laughs> hey, it's part of the art factor, guys. Common knowledge. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Go um, No, but I literally, I like, screamed it in this hallway. And we ended up getting like 10 downloads or something, which at the time I was like a, a good amount for us. And it literally cost us $0. My heart was fucking pounding. And you but stood back in the line. And then after that, you I just, just stood there. <laughs> and the person in front of you behind you are probably frozen. You know how no, terrifying that'd be to me? Anyone heckle? Not No. What if they so did? A couple people wow. clapped at the end of it. <laughs> wow. But like, it was awkward because only like two or three people clapped, not the whole fucking lineup. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> so, okay. If you ask me a list of the things I'd want to do the least, walk through Trinity Bellwoods with a cart and ask people <laughs> to do something, uh, stand in front of a lineup of 300 people and ask them to like look at my shit, 
send DMs to people that I would annoy. It's like these are things that are built into me for some reason. Do you change it? Like when you so when you're developing the G factor, not to be confused with the G spot. Yeah. Um, he different. doesn't know where that is either. Yeah. <laughs> I still <laughs> you figure, need Ricky still to help figure, you find I'm that still one. Figuring too. that one out. The G factor I got figured out. The other one I'm still trying When you're to developing this G factor and he's doing this shit. Is are you with him like right away because he's got that confidence? Are you? Oh no no no! Like I one the first time so like don't get me wrong for sure his confidence level is like here. I would say that I'm probably like ah, the, depends on circumstance, but slightly lower. But the first time we pitch like depends on the circumstance. When it comes to anything related to like business, let's say like when it comes to the like, cast, I'll go talk to I'll stand in an auditorium with twenty thousand people and sell the pitch. The one thing that I I personally have always felt that I was put like on this earth to do is I was, I was, I've always been entrepreneurial. So when I, I didn't, it's funny because I was very much like that when I was young. Then I went through this wave of like, not so much, I guess it was kind of like an identity crisis when I was in the middle ages. I got a little more like timid. Um, but like, I used to go, when I was like five, I'd go door to door with a shovel, knock on doors and ask people to shovel the driver for 20 bucks. And I used to make a killing. I'd have a lemonade stand every summer. I once, my mom Sick. told me this story and I forgot about it. One summer, my, my family was gone. I was home alone. I was like, 10 mm. i went to the basement stole my sister's brother's toys put drew a sign like busted like that garage sale made like 50 bucks selling the toys uh, but yeah. parents come back like no no 500 worth of toys i guess what's going now is like when we go pitch and stuff like like we we all take turns dave does too dave's actually come out of his show a lot too doing it um shout out dave man yeah shout out dave, dave didn't want a piece of the podcast we were like we kind of started. We're Dave got a podcast guy. He's come on. He comes on. He comes on. He comes on every now and then. Yeah. Um. But uh. But everyone wants no, a piece of the podcast. No. When it comes to like going around now, like DMing <laughs> stuff, like the hottest one in Toronto. Absolutely. Okay. If if I'm supposed to be somewhere like a pitch, not scared. If I'm supposed to be somewhere like in front of an audience, could be twenty thousand people. I can do that show. Uh, if I'm supposed to be in the conversation on a phone call, it's fine. Cold calling someone I'm not supposed to call, talking to someone who's not expecting it. That's where a, f a flip switches and I become like my confidence level goes from rock star to like if I had like a birthmark across my whole face. So now let me ask you, what's the difference? Um, that the fact that I'm not in your mind, to you're that. supposed to be there in your mind. When you make that cold call, they want what you have. I don't think that though. That, that's what you need to change. How yeah. do we do this, Ricky? Just don't be, who cares what they say? It's the T factor. Listen, what, look, look, Rick's always told the me this. Okay. There's two things. The one thing he always told me is if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Yeah, That's like that. honestly one of the best things that I ever like, heard him say because he says a lot of stupid shit. That's the best thing I've ever heard. No, he says a lot of good shit. That is the best thing I ever said because I thought about it. I'm like, like, think about it. Any circumstance. Think about it. We want to like get your, you know, your, your demo to a, to a manager. You want to talk to that girl at the bar. You want to get, you know, raise money. You want to get that promotion. If you don't ask, they're not going to know that you want it or that you need it or they don't know what you have. So at the end of the day, like even with cast, like, you know, we're not in Silicon Valley. We're not in these places. But, like, we go out and act like we're the next big startup because at the end of the day, like, you believe you're going to do it. You're going to work hard to get there. And then you're going to open doors that you never otherwise wouldn't have. So, let's say, for example, we didn't go out in the park and talk to people this past weekend. I was hung over two both. I was mm. miserable. We went out. We got fucking 300. Like, this week, we've had, like, 300 new users or something. So, if we didn't do that, when I got those downloads and we got them like a, a bottle of water and whatever the other beverage we hand out or like a buck each. We could post ads on, on social networks. The ads we put on, we, they don't convert as well. No. So, okay, so we save money doing that. Keeps our runway going longer. We talk to people with us. Well, no, we bumped into a girl who is a VC in Silicon Valley, was in Toronto. Think about the odds of that happening. A random group of people, we bumped into them at the, like near the end on Sunday. Three of them work in tech companies. One works at Apple, one works at Google, one works at somewhere else. 
So we pitched them. They're like, oh, sick. They're like, we're talking to them. Like, oh, great work. Like, you're doing something. It's very cool. Whatever. We'll download it. We'll use it. I was like, yeah. When you go back to San Francisco, tell your friends. It'd be great. Like, that's where I, that, that's the <laughs> mecca of tech. The one girl who was not really like talking a lot, I was like, well, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm a VC. I work for this office, whatever. I was like, oh, no shit. And I just told her that we reached out to some VCs recently. We cold emailed them. So we didn't even have an intro. We cold emailed them to ask for their money. And she's like, oh, great. Like, I know them. Let Send me an email Monday too. And like, we'll, we'll exchange and I'll see if I can work with them, whatever. Think about that. Just by one from us sending cold emails the last Monday and two talking girl at the park, we now somehow have a connection that we otherwise wouldn't have had. And if we didn't talk, like worst case, we go up to her and she says, oh, fuck you. I don't like your app. Cool. What, Thanks. A couple people have. It's happened there's, before. There's the odd group that says, and that actually, don't like you. we've actually coach. gotten better. Where we actually, if someone says no to us, we go after that person to convert them. Like the rest is easy. The free shit, anyone will download it. The person who says no to me is the one they want to convert. It happened twice this weekend. Yep. There was one girl in a group. Was like the two people actually the same thing. We're like, yeah, people aren't sharing their opinions. They're like two girls almost t- separate times the same thing. I feel like everyone just shares their opinion. I was like, well, actually, statistically speaking, like they don't. Like we know this. Well, I feel like they do. I'm like, well. That's great. I'm just telling you, in our reality and the actual facts is that they don't. So that's the problem we're trying to solve. Oh, why can't they just go on this? And we just kept like hammering her points. Because it also makes our pitch better. Because when a VC comes at us as A, B, C, D, we're like, oh, that girl at the park quizzed me too. And I know this. So now I'm going to kill it. So that's a long Kind of like way that Slumdog Millionaire yeah. story, right? When we go to pitch in front of VCs and get our fucking, you know, whatever, 100 million rupees, whatever they get in Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. We're going to remember that story, that Part, story from the park. I'm already like I'm already crafting both your TED talks or like your, your like that one <laughs> so, with you selling sh- shit in the driveways. That's got to be in there. That's like some one eight hundred got junk shit right there. Absolutely, like, I was like, destined. But no, to your to the point. But like you just honestly, and I was the same yeah. way. I was always terrified. I was so uh, scared to talk. I'm to people. terrified, man. But you can't because what are they gonna like? The worst thing is they think like they're, they're not gonna remember. You. There's so much going on in their life that they're like they're gonna be like, oh, what a loser! Like he reached out to me. They forgot about it. 10 minutes after you, you talk to them because they got so much going on. They have more problems in their life. So like, they're not going to remember you most, more than likely either way. If they say yes, great. You got what you needed. If they say no, you can be like, okay, no problem. Anything I can do better or whatever. And you can ask for some advice or something. And if not, fuck it. doesn't matter. I almost want to come with you guys so, to the park one time because well, I know I'd be terrified. Anytime. I'd be terrified to do it. And I just want to get better at. Man, we're gonna make y'all, y'all. You guys taking the pitch? Dude, <laughs> send him in there. Uh, watch him eat <laughs> shit the first five times. It's, he always gets Listen. it, but the first five times. <laughs> so when I was uh, maybe around, I don't know, maybe 16, 17, I read the book The Game. You guys remember that Neil Strauss? The the, the pickup pick artist yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, this is like he was not a good looking dude. Like had no game. Just he wanted to fucking get with women. And it's like, I hate that I'm saying this because this is kind of very controversial, but like anything you do in life, like when you're trying to make a sale, getting a girl is like making a sale. It is. It's essentially everything you do in life oh, is not, making it, a sale. Essentially, you're convincing someone yeah. to, 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 to want that, what you have. What you have. Yeah. Exactly. So this is what I want you to do. And anybody listening, the next time you go grocery shopping, when you get to pay your bill at the end of the grocery shop, or you get to the cashier, smile and ask if they have any, if they can give you a discount on anything. Like nine times out of 10, you'll fucking get something. You do that? Yeah. <laughs> I anytime, ask her when I travel. I say, anytime, I ask for any upgrades. It works like anytime I go times. anywhere or buy anything, I just ask, hey, do you guys have any discounts today? Smile. Walk up. Hey, how you yeah. doing? How's your day? Perfect. How's yours? Great. Do you guys have any discounts today? Just curious. I mean, hey, I ask what the beer have, specials hey, are. Yeah. Hey, you knew, hey, you knew better on this price? You ask for like pricing on like merch. Hey, you knew better? Like a little bit better? Just I, when I'm locked in right now, by the way. I'm like, when I buy something, I'll DM the brand on Instagram. Like, hey, you guys got any like promo codes? Hey, what's up? Love your brand. Really? Give this, a is why, this is why he manages the money more than I do because he's great. He's very smart Man, with the money. Ask. I spent. I'm what like, yeah, the, fuck what, it. I'll so pay you gotta it. think about that. What's the worst case scenario? 
And what's some of the best? Are they going to kick you out? No. You're still yeah. buying something. And the best case, and they're like, oh, actually, yeah, you can have that free Travis upgrade. Travis's mind is like fucking, he's like, yeah, uh, you know what I hate? You look like, like right now, you know the hangover of fucking when he's like uh, yeah, in the yeah. casino, all the numbers are going, yeah. <laughs> Rain Man. You know, man. It, yeah, yeah. It, it always sucks to hear though because it's the same reason why like I know like where we're at is exactly a result of what we've done. And it's always a simple answer. It always is a simple just answer. Ask. Just fucking and ask. I, I bang my head up against that all the time because I'm a pussy, right? Like we're just fucking, we got to do it, dude. What's some of the stuff that you got from just asking like that? Oh, but you don't even want to know. I've upgraded to <laughs> like, I've got upgraded. I, I got way too much shit that I don't deserve. I got happy endings. I got, no. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of like free, sh- like, man, like free apparel, free fucking. That cooler. No, you- oh, when I, no, when I left, so I, I was working um, at SDI Marketing. I just asked, can I keep it? And they were like, oh, you're supposed to return it back. I was like, well, I never did. They're like, okay, you can just keep it. <laughs> Fuck, dude, Most we got to squeak, squeaky wheel gets the grease, so much man. Yeah. Guys, you just honestly, like, at the end of the oh, day, our, too, sorry, our Viper glasses and our bucket hats, we bought them. We were ordering more to get a discount. You had to buy 5,000. I was like, hey, since I'm buying 1,000, not 100, can I get a discount? She's like, yeah, we're going to save like 20 cents per thing. Our our ad reads on Barstool for the uh, for cast. Can we say that? I'm not going to listen to this. Yeah, oh, I asked. Okay. I, hey, do you guys have any discounts? They're like, yeah, oh, it's actually a two for one special this month. I was like, sick. For on ad reads? Yeah. If we'd asked, they wouldn't have told us, right? See, 500 bucks or See, something. See, Robbie asked one time for something and it really backfired and I think about it all the time. <laughs> um, what? what did I so, ask for? I mean, so we tried this once. You know, we get burnt. No, I'm just joking. everything you're saying is right, but Ro- Robbie, one time we're uh, we're trying to get a, another job playing music uh, at a restaurant, oh, like Tony fuck. style. So uh, <laughs> Earl's Earl's answers the bell. We got a friend that works there, and they go, "We have live music. Hook you up with the person who manages it. Reach out to her." And she's like, "Yeah, we'd love to have you on. What's your rate?" Robbie's handling this right now. Uh, Robbie is I I've, I've been entrepreneur for a while. Robbie's just getting into it with the music stuff. So like he's I'm like, why don't you why don't you take this. Why don't you feel this one, Papa? And uh, so he's like, okay. So he's dealing with her, and she's like, yeah, yeah, we'd love to have you guys. What, what's your rate? And I like this energy because he pulls a he pulls a RNG factor, and he's like, let's just let's go high, let's just go high. I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, because I'm. And uh, he's like, what'd you say, like four fifty? Yeah, somewhere in that ballpark for a night's work. And uh, which isn't absurd. I'm like, ah. I'm like, I wouldn't do it again. I'm a coward. <laughs> and uh, I was like, but you hit that. All right. So he goes, he goes like 450. And she's like, um, okay. And we're like, it works. I was expecting her to negotiate. No, she didn't I would have taken less. She didn't negotiate at all, though. So she's yeah, like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so he, so obviously this guy gets a little taste of that factor. And uh, so we asked for that. And she's like, great. We'll book you on this night. Robbie doesn't have a chance to get back to her before she cancels on us. She goes, oh shit. Like the next morning, she goes, there's a hockey game that night. We can't do that night. It was like a Leafs playoff game or Leafs something. Playoff that game, they, but yeah. there was enough time that he canceled something he had that night, like he had a bartending shift or whatever, and he canceled it. And so the next morning he sees the email, and he, instead of consulting me, he gives his dad a show. And uh, his dad's like, oh, well, they cancel on you. You should get a cancellation fee. Right? I, his dad didn't know the whole story. Robbie didn't pitch him that. Like she, we hadn't even confirmed yet. There was no prior arrangement. There's nothing. It was kind of. It was confirmed. It, it was, confirmed. was not. We had we not canceled con- other work for it. You know. So she so goes, "Oh, that's that's great. No problem. How about a cancellation fee?" <laughs> Gassed. 
No response. I, did she hit us with like a, a no or like like? No, it was just uh, radio silence. Radio silence. So I'm rattled because we had that 450. I'm like, no, you don't ask for a cancellation fee. Like we can get that in the future. Like, was, that 450 could have been giving, forever. Yeah. You don't need 150 bucks for the cancellation some, fee. I was given some advice that musicians need to advocate for themselves. Not that. You know, this is a business, and you need to it's operate true. in a I mean, certain like, way. Not and, wrong, right? but at the, maybe, in the maybe moment, wait. Maybe wait till you're a little. Even bit the art factor is saying wait on that I think one. depends on the context. It, like if she did it, like you guys are booked. And then it was like, oh, you know what? Never mind. We got found someone else for cheaper. You'd be like, okay, no problem. You cancel me. I cancel my work. It's fine. And then it's if it's like, oh, no problem. You got a date like next week that we can come in? It was like two days from then. It was like we got no, it. No, it, it was lost. the day of. The day of. So we got it like the night before. Then we lost it the next morning. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I would yeah. say, yo, you know, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So that doesn't apply. Like, you didn't, <laughs> the answer you, was no. Not <laughs> no. But at least you know it was a no. But, but it was a no yeah. forever no. So yeah. Yeah. No, well, learned a bit of a lesson. But so what guys, no, because she might not be there anymore. Go back and ask. What, let's this was a while ago. This so. was yeah. a while ago yeah. because I, I sent them in. I was like, dude, you got to apologize. We got to like, we got to get back in there. I'm so sorry. Like my partner, you know, he's new to this. Blah, blah, blah. Apology, apology, apology. Nothing. Our friends at work, they were like, get this girl back on our team. We need that 450 like coming in. <laughs> like I would, that was another one of those. I was counting that 450 every two weeks, you know? You're going and bought something with the 450. Yeah, so now I have this it. vision like we're going to the, go to the park and like we're going to tell someone like, oh, stream our music and then the next person is just going to punch me in the stomach or something. Oh, you, know? Do you, know how many, you know how many bands play at Train to Bellwoods? I just pick up and play? Like some sick, like some guys are decent yeah. like they yeah. just start playing in the park i actually saw one guy on his bike he, one guy was actually really good and also my favorite thing to watch is live music like in a bar or in a park the fucking best anyway like we got to take that from you guys like Man, we're gonna come with us we go to the park every saturday sunday so if you guys want to come um this saturday sunday we'll be there first next episode back we'll broke two hours that's crazy yeah. i'm sorry it's a long one no, I love we it. usually go like an hour i can go forever yeah same this what? has been a lot of fun but it's also like time is it 10 is it 10 okay Dan- let, well danielle is uh, we'll wrap we can wrap it up as a listener were you sitting there the whole time did that feel like two hours no. was that kind of like a fly by, by so yeah. quick what the fuck no, happened this was really fun this was actually did, a lot of fun i love and i, I feel there's still so much we didn't talk about we didn't even talk about all the funny shit yeah well guys we're gonna do this we'll again, do this again. Sure. i have 100%. to 100 we'll percent um, that being said, we but yeah, don't be fucking scared to ask, guys. Like, you're not you gonna. Get, no one us. else is gonna ask for you. Guys you guys will pitch cast for us. I'll, I'll give you like the hundred percent thirty second pitch, and then you guys. I'm like, how my name is Ricky. I mean, get... sorry, my, uh, my hey, name's Cass. Also, you want to know? You want to know about what the energy? Where the energy has gotten to this point? Like yeah. from back in the day. So, our comp. We have a company. It's called RG Ventures. That's that RG energy. You know what it stands for? Really good ventures. And you got to carry that mindset everywhere I you go. I thought it stands for really Jean B. Really <laughs> Jean. You fucking linking up on these jokes nah, all night. Nah, you you really make up John B and Jivon. You like that though? Hey, really good ventures. Because at the end of the day, you have to believe they're really good. I fucking love it. I, I'm I'm like a genuine. I need I need whatever you guys have because it's gonna it's the X factor that's missing from our success. We got good music. We got a good podcast. We got good vibes. We don't do that thing that you guys do. Just get go home tonight. Could get you, your phone out and fucking send your last episode to your fucking. Their whole fucking Instagram was, hey, listen to my episode. Ten people click on it, big deal. Actually, I got one last story before we wrap up. You want to know how we got Donovan Bailey on the yeah. podcast? I sent Donovan Bailey a DM every, basically every other week for about six months. And I would literally, I would just send him one. I'd erase it, send him one, erase it, send him one, erase it for about six months. And then one time someone on his team responded. And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. Send us an email. I was like, oh, shit. Wait, why was Donovan yeah, why Bailey, Donovan Bailey like your first Because target? when we started the podcast, I was like, I was like Mike Weir, which 
Lefty golfer, no. you lefty? Yeah, I'm lefty. And plus, oh, yeah. he fucking won the Masters, which is fucking dope. Uh, was, was, Rick's still trying to get Mike Weir to this I, day. I, and I a year and a half Weir. later, I almost had Mike Are you Weir. Still, still DMing him. Uh, he, saw, he was coming from DM, but then eventually, I was like, you know, what, I gotta go through his charity. Long story. Got his PR. Got his PR person. Think about got in contact. Think about I kind of that. insulted him because I was like, oh, we could talk about what Mike's done since he's finished golfing. Turns out Mike is still golfing. <laughs> Didn't know that's, that. Who that's knew? Not, that's the story. Ask him for cancellation. You want to know the best part? I was like, oh my bad. Let's still get him on. He R bombed me. Two yeah. months later, hit up the fucking charity again. I was like, look, I'll give a donation. Didn't even say the amount. They were like, yeah, you got to talk to the PR person. Loop me into the email. Spoke to the PR person. The guy said yes. Dude got, dude got fired like two weeks later. But you still, we're not giving up. So, but, even even Donovan Bailey, so it was Donovan Bailey, Mike Weir, and Wayne Gretzky. Obviously, Wayne but who was the first guest we ever had? Fifth episode, Eric Radford or Eric something? Eric Radford. Gold well, medal, Olympic that? figure skater. Yeah. Like literally one shot. Hey, you want to come on a podcast? Sure. What's the address? People, man, people like, are receptive. People, people are nice. And, and, if, people, and if they say no, they're probably, listen, if people ignore you and don't, don't like, not that they have to give you what you want, but if they don't give you the courtesy, they're probably assholes anyways. You probably don't want to hang out with them. Like, and honestly, it's not a joke. Anybody who messaged me on LinkedIn has been an email gets a response. I don't have that many people messaging me. Like, I'm not a celebrity, but like, just, I'll be like, you know what? Thanks. Not interested. I'll just give someone the courtesy because I hope that that's going to facilitate good karma back, come back our way. And honestly, like we cold email for cast for pause podcast and like most people ignore it but a lot of people say you know what thanks not interested or thanks busy right now or thanks reach back out to us but the thing is once they give you even that second of time now you have an intro where you can reply send an email and it's going to go to their inbox or they're, or they're going to see it in their messages and you have that connection there that's like it we even so well we then once you get one you can start the snowball effect like we almost had bianca andrescu like well, arguably Who's one that? of the the greatest female tennis player, Canadian yeah. tennis player. Like, oh no, I'm I'm just I have uh, hit my head a lot. Like I'm yeah. just like you know like <laughs> man, that's why it's like to me fucking ask. Like, man, you guys see when we the day we launched Cast, I probably sent out like I don't know legit 500 messages that day. If I have someone, my whole Instagram list, I have 1600 people that follow me. Every single one has gotten a message at least twice about downloading Cast, and and some probably unfollowed me. About Don't the podcast too, like do you treat everything like this, or no. is there no, a higher? Cast gets more aggressive because the yes. ROI is much, much, much higher. The stakes yeah, yeah. are much higher. Like the yeah. podcast, you want to, and we, and we do push it every now and then. We'll post it. Now that's like, why we have Danielle now to help us yeah. with this. But if they DM someone like, "Hey, like listen to the podcast," it's like that's like they need like a good hour, two hours to listen to it. Whereas, like if we send them cast, cast is kind of universally for everyone. Like this episode, I think everyone would find hilarious. But like some might not be for some people. But we might have some people like our, our some people don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, so. Cast gets a lot more attention these days. Uh, that's why the podcast has been a little bit like a little slower. Like we haven't, we haven't been like shooting our shot as much because we honestly just like you're using your shots on cast. No, but in, in, all, in all fairness, we have been actually lately. Danielle's got three pretty big guests that she's gonna book soon. And you guys are our first guest back in the yeah, studio after a three week hiatus. What well, a four Stoked week hiatus! It. Honestly, it's we've an absolute here. honor. It's been four weeks. I was gone for three, and, and we recorded like a little bit before. So it's been four weeks we've been here. Well, I mean, like I'm I'm dead serious about. Um, I know you guys, we can wrap it up. Fuck, I always do this. But uh, like the, the if you guys are interested in like that podcast network idea, but like legitimately, I do want to go out and kind of like try some of these things. Uh, come with you guys to the park. Anytime. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's with people, I'll do anything if it's with people. The fact that you guys do it alone makes you freaks. But it's no, I'm just, f- okay. it's, it's funny watching Ricky doing that. Like he's perf- we both like, because we pitch this thing so much, me and him, like Dave does well, but we, we talk about it a lot in different circumstances. So if we listen to each other, we know we sound the same. If you hear us like once, you wouldn't like, you'd be like, oh, this is off the cuff. 
but it's pretty much you know the same things you're gonna say, the same yeah. words, whatever. Rick has now got it down the same like motions he does to people, he, like finger fu- guns followed yeah, by a wink, really, the same like fake joke. I say every it's funny time. to watch because like What's I'm just saying, like, okay, here we go. Ready? She's gonna she's gonna say, ask this, and he's gonna go, boom, and I'll say, oh, there it is. Let you time it. But it's funny, like you know what? It gets you fired up, and let's. Well, then sometimes we make eye contact too, and then like he'll say my joke. To a group of people, and then we'll look at each other and laugh. He did it earlier today. Yo, what's gas? I'm like, funny you ass. That's Rick no, goes. Rick, Rick's joke is so someone like we'll go up to them. Can I can I tell you your yeah, little yeah. spiel? So we go. That's the last we're gonna end it on this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's right. my bad. We go. It's okay. We go with the cart. We're like, hey, this is literally this is Rick's though. I'm, mine's a little different. Rick goes, hey guys, I'm Rick. He claps and everything, all like jazzed up. Big, <laughs> big energy. Smile, big big, big R R factor energy. Uh, we're so look. We're a local tech startup. We um, we're local, local tech startup. We just launched our new app. Whatever we, we're going on the park today. See if people want to download it, try it. We want to give either free beverages or glasses or a bucket hat if you want to use the app. It takes two minutes to, to download. Like we really appreciate it. Most people are like, yeah, sick, sure. And then once they say that, Rick's like, oh, and this is the part where you ask, what's cast? <laughs> every time he does it, and it gets everybody. And they're like, oh, ha, 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 what's cast? And then we're in, and we just start talking to them. And then like, it is a fucking a hundred of a hundred. I'm like fucking MJ from the free honestly, throw line. He fucking done it to every joke. group. And like, usually it's the girls that laugh more because he's Ricky. And like, girls are like, oh, ha ha ha, Rick, tell us what it is. Like, but it works. Like, I mean, I feel like a few guys might hit you back with that kind uh, of energy yeah, we, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does, it does happen. happen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then George's was the medical. <laughs> I have. He my, goes so right for like mom aged people. No, 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 I, pitch, I do more the business side of things. So mm-hmm. when I pitch to like investors, venture capitalists, whatever, I know our deck so well. I could read it with my eyes shut. I can like say it with my eyes shut. Um, and I have these like little like quips that I use. And I'm like, oh, you know, we dangle this little metaphorical carrot in front of the thing. And I've said it so many times that I, and honestly, he doesn't even roll his eyes in the pitch, which is like shocking because I would be, I have the shorter temperament of the two of us. If I hear it, I'd be like, oh, okay, fuck off. Like we get it. Uh, but I've said the same things over and over. He just sits there and listens to them every time. The difference is like with an investor, I go through almost the whole deck. He answers some questions. When we're in the park, if I don't want to listen, I'll just walk off to somewhere else. Whereas we got to sit through every pitch I did, like 40 pitches. And even with the park, it's come to the point where it's like, once we've got them in, and like I know they're in, like they're down. I'm, like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, George, DB, you guys say, boom, I'm off to the next one. I'm like, we need to. Just you're just doing like cleanup. You're just like, and then there's and some that's what time, I do. I'm, Cause they're not gonna ask a technical a little yeah. bit more and all and that then stuff. And then there's times like, we'll hit people and they're like, oh, we already Cleaner. kind of like, we kind of already know a little bit about like, give us a feel. And I was like, you guys seem like nice people. I'm not gonna give you the generic one I give it to everybody else. It's the same like, one that you give to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they might like switch around a couple like the sentences instead of, I'll go like sentence 1A, <laughs> switch it with like 2B, like, you know. Listen, I signed up for credit cards for less. <laughs> I signed up for credit cards for like straw hats of the Leafs game. Affecting my credit. I get, you know what That's I mean? That's a stupid idea. I know, but I'm just saying, like, of course I'm going to sign up for your app. <laughs> if Ricky comes over, like, I'm signing up for that app. It's genius. It's like it's like the elevator thing where it's like people don't like to talk in the elevator because they're worried like that one time someone's going to be mean to them. Like nine times out of ten, it's going to be like a nice play conversation with like yeah. a neighbor of yours or... The, the book, The Game. So there was a second book of it after it was like a how-to kind mm-hmm. of book and it came with the book. It was like a kind of like an extra package or something. Uh, and I read it and it was like a 30 day challenge what you can do every day to like be more confident and talk to women and the first one was just say hi to a person of the sex you're attracted to that was all just say hi to a random person of the sex you're attracted the next one was okay after you say hi start a conversation and that was like by the end it's like ask a person on a date like whatever did you do this for 30 days no I didn't do I didn't do it I just like read the book because it was like a Fucking, I don't. You're like I've been doing this since I was nine. Yeah, like for me, I, I've never <laughs> had a problem. I'm not. I don't get shy in situations like that. But it's so true. Like, just go up and say hi. Smile. Always smile. 
That's one thing that we tell Dave. Dave, because our other co-founder. He looks miserable yeah, at like, all times. And it's like his hangovers last like four days. So some days like we'll be on like a two-day like work bender. Mm-hmm. And it's like the third day we're at the park on like a long weekend Monday. And he's like, I can't talk to someone. He's like, like Dave, this. Dave, just smile. You don't have to say anything. I'll do all the talking. Just yeah. smile. <laughs> it looks yeah. kind of creepy sometimes. And he'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> he like. Honestly, I'm like, hey guys. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. We bring some Ricky and I. The good smile. thing is we're both super loud. We bring we bring a lot of energy, even though we gotta suck it up. We can bring the energy. Um, well, that was that what? was like Saturday. So like or Sunday when you and DB were hungover. Saturday I was more then tired, but I didn't have a head. I didn't have a hangover. I was tired on Saturday. I sucked it up. I was fine. Once you start walking, for once you start going, once but you get Sunday the I guess the hangover hit me or something. I didn't drink Saturday. I was like I went home, slept. I had a migraine all day Sunday, but I was like, you know what? Again. When I made it earlier, like when it comes to like your business, your endeavors, your projects, your whatever it is you're doing, unless you're a company or have you know management behind you, whatever, like you're the one that has to do it. If you don't do it, no one's there. You don't have a secretary, you don't have an assistant, you don't have management, you don't have all this stuff. When I was in my family business, like we're an established company, I, you know, if I always have to mail it in one day, this is the problem. Right? If I have to mail it in, I'm like, you know what, I can because someone else can help pick it up while I'm not there, which is also wrong doing that. Cause like it never taught me the struggle of having to be like a, from the bottom up. We're learning that now. And I realized like I was, I didn't want to go this weekend. I'm like, fuck it. Like if I don't go risking by himself, he's going to be with Dave, but that's still one person not there. I'm not carrying my weight, not fair, not fair to my partner. So I have to be there. So it's, if I don't go and cause then if they don't go, no one goes, we lose downloads. And if we want to do this and change the world, you got to be one to do things that people don't do. That's a lot of the dynamic that we've been trying to sort of. We need our Dave, dude. We need that yeah. third. We need a little triangle. <laughs> we need a fucking awkward smile, four day hangover. No, I mean, actually, I think we we are more like we're missing that like that person that will fucking go and do it anyway, like that, whatever. But we got to find it in ourselves because we just don't have it. And you'll probably attract that person the more you do it all the same. You know what but I mean? Guys, I, I feel it like is you guys a have high that too, though. It is a fucking high. Like when we're at the park and we're grooving, and it's like. You know, we hadn't had like a massive day in like three weeks almost. And we're at the park on Saturday and we just hit like two groups of eight. And then we hit a group of seven. We're like, we're at 20 and it's been like literally 20, 30 minutes. And then groups are coming to us. Like, how do yeah. we get these bucket hats? How do we saw them? We saw it started, we, it started working. We really had well. people literally looking at us like, we don't know what you guys are doing, but we just wanted like, what, what's what's happening here? Can yeah, t- tell us what tell us what you guys yeah. are doing. Once a crowd because gets going, people are loving you guys, and we're like, See, yeah. I'm so happy you asked. <laughs> yeah, so this is where you ask what this cast. This is where you ask what cast. <laughs> the one thing too, like, fuck, we keep going. This is crazy. Yeah, I'm, um, no, no, it's okay. It's our fault too. Um, it's ten o'clock. But uh, the thing too, the most daunting thing is going after the big groups. Going after a group of like two or three is easy. But the thing is, those are like, you got to do a lot of those. You got to be efficient. You got to go through a group of like six to eight. Six to eight is prime. Prime. You hit a few of those, you're done your day in like two hours. Three, you got to do a lot of three. So the thing is, then you got to hear yourself talk so much. The other thing is, if you hook a group that's like six to eight, even 10, and you get them crowding around you, getting excited, people around them see, and they just walk over. Like when So we, like, we got to, go ahead. When we hit like good birthday parties, and with birthday parties sometimes, they're like, whatever, we're in the episode. Anybody who doesn't love our podcast isn't listening at this point. Anyway. So we give a beer, right? And like beer's a hit. When we go up to a birthday party, so like I had a, a birthday party and we had a box wine because we were having our own little party at the park too. So I had a, I had a box wine bag or whatever. And I was like, you guys all down us? Boom, pulled out the box. I'm like, I'll give you guys this whole thing. Like, what? What? What's cast? I'm like, I'm so happy you asked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, right? Like, and then you got a fucking group of 11 for a box wine. Yeah. I mean, like... 
Man, it's just fucking just going out there doing it. It's I'm like, inspired. Honestly, I'm inspired. If the people that listen are probably guys, fucking August inspired. 20, right you guys now. literally just go around the park August and say, hey, 20. you just go. Like, it's probably, it's even easier for you guys. You guys have a, you're on Spotify. I listen to your songs. You can just go and say, hey, guys, can you like, like go, go listen to our most, what's the song that has, I've heard the name of it now, that has the Wolf of Wall Street beginning on it, though? We're not oh, mid 20s. Oh, yeah. That's it. Sick. Who the fuck keeps playing body? Shout out to Loud Luxury. Fu- yeah. Fired me up. Fired me up. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I was listening to that. That's the first one I put on it. That's the first song we ever made. Shut up. Well, I no, I think Gast was. Oh, true. Gast was I'm the alive. first song. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyways, boys, yeah, let's wrap it on this because we've this is like this is crazy. This is our record. This is the, we've never had an episode this long. Yeah. We never gone over two hours. We've never gone two twenty. Fucking Joe Rogan, baby, we're coming for you. Um, I'm anyways, guys, we normally, actually, you know, we'll ask the questions next time because we're already this late. Yeah, we're gonna do another episode. We'll do another. Because no one, I, I like. People might we'll not listen lose, to your answers. Yeah, we'll we'll Maybe we'll keep them to we'll like book an another. Hour yeah, yeah, we'll do another. Yeah, we'll book, do another. Part but two. guys, it, yeah, dead serious. Any Saturday or Sunday you guys want, come. We're out there all the time. I'm having a little birthday party on August 28th. Yeah. Any listeners, oh, if perfect. you want to come to, show up. August 28th, Trinity Bellwoods. We'll be there. We'll have uh, possibly bucket hats. We'll definitely have Viper glasses. We'll have Johnny Famos. We'll have John Johnny Famos. Uh, the vibes will be effervescent, as Michael Derek Lay would like to say. They'll be Evanescence. Yes. Love it. Uh, before we wrap up, boys, if they, if our listeners want to find out more about you guys, what you're doing, your music, where can they go? How can they find you? At Johnny Famous on Insta, uh, John Famous on Spotify, Apple Music, JohnFamous.com. Uh, a lot coming. So if you like what you see, you're going to like everything else more. We're just getting better. Hell yeah. JohnFamous.com. Beauty. And then Danielle will post all the links in the bio so you have everything you need there. And other than that, if you made it to the end, we really do appreciate you because this one was you. definitely a long one. Uh, subscribe Give the boys a follow Give me and Georgie a follow Even give Georgie's TikTok a follow too Because he, yeah, yeah. he needs all the help He can Sucks. get <laughs> And other than that Sign off guys Cheers Peace Later you Thank you drink And to smoke To take away the pain And I don't remember All of my mistakes And every high I got alone